I don't know when I'm supposed to come in. This is new music to me. But, uh, hey, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Glenn Clark Show. Obviously, I am not Glenn Clark. I am KZ Kenzales. Where am I from? I'm from Fantasy Pros, but still dabble here in the in the halls of Pressbox and PressBoxOnline.com. Griff here as always. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ken. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, congratulations to the uh, team from Michigan. Yeah. The Wolverines take the national championship game. Uh, kind of a blowout in the end yeah. of the day. Um, Washington had one chance in this game, and that was to stop the run, and they failed in dramatic fashion. I think they had defense. over yeah. they had over 300 yards rushing. Um, and Washington, the story of the game is the missed opportunities by Washington. Washington had some opportunities to, you know, make a big splash play, um, and Penix, who was dealing obviously the entire game with a multitude of injuries. <laughs> Um, just couldn't connect on a couple of those passes to the, to some wide open wide receivers, and what turned into be what turned out, you know, at halftime, you know, with Washington getting the ball back only down seven, and thought it could be a game if they scored, and uh, turned in the end to be um, a rather handy, easy, undefeated season ending win for uh, the Michigan Wolverines. So congratulations to them. I hope. There is one more championship in the future of the Harbaugh family. Um, in this calendar year, yeah. You know, and it, you know, well, you know, it'd be it'd be nice. Um, you know, as as it's been weird here in Baltimore. Quite frankly, I don't know what day of the week it is because this past Sunday was such a such a nothing game. I mean, it yeah. it, it, it just well, Saturday. It, yeah. Saturday, yeah. I don't even know what day it was. Um, it just it it had here it had a preseason feel and congratulations to the Pittsburgh Steelers for winning the game getting into the playoffs because uh, you know they need some help but they got the help rather early um, on Sunday um, from uh, the Tennessee Titans as they took down the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, and they get to go to uh, what I'm hearing is going to be snowy Buffalo um, you know without T.J. Watt. Um, from all accounts, uh, I'm hearing he wants to play. I'm hearing it's a since he's a Watt. I'm not going to rule him out until I'm not going to rule him out before the game. I'm not going to rule him out, but you know, every professional is saying that this is at minimum a two to three week injury. Now, can they, you know, shoot him up, tape him up, put a brace on it? He's not going to be a hundred percent, but uh, I don't like their chances without him. Let's put it that way. Um, he is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, and, and you know, um, it's unfortunate. I don't like to see guys get hurt. I, I hate it when I saw Chubb get hurt um, in the Miami game at the end of the game. Why he was in the game, I don't know. Um, but I don't like when the superstars get hurt, especially going into the playoffs. You want to see teams at their best, with their best. Even Even if somebody got hurt early, that's fine. You know they've they've uh, they've adjusted to that. You know you look at the Cleveland Browns for example, and I know we're probably going to talk a lot about them over the days and weeks to come because you know that may or may not be as you know the the matchup depending on how things fall out. Um, but you look like Nick Chubb, he goes out early. Cleveland's adjusted to playing without him. That that's not the type of injury. 
It's the injuries in week 16 and 17 that you just, it's tough to overcome. And, you know, Ravens have done some of that as well, you know, with, with some of their guys going out, you know, with Dobbins going out and then Mitchell going out. But they've adjusted to Mark that. Andrews, yeah. You know, Mark Andrews. And, you know, that'll be that'll be a big question, all the yeah. secrecy around Andrews and whether, you know, he will uh, be available um, for the playoffs and at what point, you know, do they need them to get to the Super Bowl in order for him to be active? Um, things like that. But we'll see. I mean, they've they've played really well without him. Um, Isaiah Likely has really stepped up to be, you know, dynamic. Yeah. Maybe maybe even more dynamic. Careful. Can we can we say that? Can I don't we say think that, so. Baltimore? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. We I don't know. I've, heard, I've heard whispers. I've heard whispers like, hmm, he's actually – he brings something that, that Andrews doesn't. It's like, well, yeah, but – we are still talking about Mark Andrews. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. You'd rather, rather play with him than without him. Still yeah. more dynamic than about you know half the team's yeah. tight ends in yeah, the league. Yeah, so. absolutely. Can you, hey, figure out how to use them both at the same time. So um, so we got that. Uh, we're going to, uh, you know, Griff was very nice to me. You know, you eased me back in. I haven't done this in a long time. So, so he brought some friends on today to help me out. Uh, Sarita Hubbard, the NFL chick, will join us, I believe, in the 10 o'clock hour. Yes, about um, 15 minutes. About yeah. 15 minutes. And then Femi Ian Bedejo will uh, will join us at the 11 o'clock hour. Um, both uh, people part of uh, Project Game Day, which we didn't do this week. wasn't really worth it. You know, what were we going to yeah. say? I mean, I, I loved how hard they played. I really did. I they, mean, we got, they got out clean, right? Like, there was... And they got out clean for the most part. I mean, yeah. look, I... When guys aren't, I guess, taken to the locker room after they had a nick or something, you kind of think that eh, it may not be that serious. And if it was a a more important game, they probably could have gone back in. I think Geno Stone was the biggest one, maybe a concussion for, for Urban. I didn't really see anything else that uh, that came across. Um, you know, the big thing for me is, is where Hamilton is in all this. It's yeah. a lot of secrecy. Don't know. This is the... The second time he's had a little issue with the knee, and he came back really quick from the first time. And like, gotta love youth, um, <laughs> you know. But now it's the second time, you know. So we don't really know what what's going on there, and the Ravens don't tell us, and that's fine. I would expect him to be out there in two weeks. But uh, looking forward to Wild Card Weekend. Oh yeah, it's always super, super Wild Card. Super weekend. Wild Card Weekend. I forgot they call it Super Wild Card Weekend now, you know. I, I I like I like the conspiracy theory about putting the the Kansas City Chiefs on Peacock, so all the Taylor Swifties will have to buy Peacock to watch the watch the the football game. Uh, that was pretty funny. It's supposed to be minus two in Kansas the, the, City. Wow, you can't put Taylor in that weather. Well, I'm not worried about Taylor. I'm worried about her. Miami may not like that weather. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you would think. I mean, neither. I don't think either team's going in with a ton of confidence the way they're playing right now and the you know who knows who's going to be back for for Miami they're really beat up mm. um on both sides of the ball um they lost more more players this past weekend um they're going to be without Howard I don't know if they have linebackers left yeah, they don't have rush Van Ginkle, was Van Ginkle how bad was his injury I think they said he's out mm. and and then the guy they just came back Baker the other linebacker he's out he broke his wrist or something so they're 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 in a whole heap of trouble. The good news is that Kansas City isn't as um I guess uh 
explosive as they once were. Right. Um, you know, they've struggled this year scoring points, and the best part of their team this year has been has been their defense. Uh, Mahomes has been terrible. I can say that from a fan. Fantasy football's over. I know the playoffs are here. That's fine. You you do that for fun. This isn't this isn't the real fantasy football time. Um, you know, so so I, I don't know what to make of that game, but but that should be fun. What's the game of the week for you? Um, I guess just because. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I guess just because uh, Joe Flacco's gonna be playing in it has to be the the the, the first game of the weekend. Cleveland at Houston. Should be a good CJ Stroud versus yeah, Joe Flacco. I, I, I like I, it. I think uh, I like it. Hard to not hard to. I mean, I guess probably the game of the week is the Sunday night game. The the Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit. The That's Rams the Lions. That's, That's the game. I think. That is the game I think. I think Cleveland and Houston is going to be fun. I, I think it's a it's a interesting matchup. Um, because it's in Houston, and that defense has played much better as of late. Um, and CJ Stroud's good. Um, he's just good. But they're missing some pieces as well. Um, is Cleveland the one team you don't want to see in Baltimore? Probably. I mean, yeah. Like, as just because I mean, when, when Joe gets here, it's gonna feel it's gonna feel so weird. And but why? I, I don't know, because he's Joe Flacco. Who cares? And he can. He's the enemy. He's the enemy. Joe Flacco was so good to this city for 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 a decade. It's hard to hard to hard to say but that he's he not. is that he's but Darth Vader now and he's the we've villain. We traded up. We we got we got to a, a more a more modern model. I I you know, we go back I to I agree. I agree we're in I better mean, we're in a better place now, but I I just, you know, I always go back and and I sort of hope I sort of selfishly hope that it is Cleveland. Because Still, one of the most historic rants and and discussions ever was when they drafted Lamar Jackson, and Glenn and I went just at it for an hour about it because he was against it, and he's turned now. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, but at that point, he was concerned. Like, what's the plan if we're doing this? I was like, the plan is you're going to start a younger quarterback because Flacco hadn't been good. We forget about that. Yeah, we forget about that. Historic Super Bowl, great, fantastic. At the end of it, he wasn't good. He just wasn't good, and he needed to be replaced. And they drafted the right guy. Yeah, I mean they got it right. I mean we we give the organization a lot of grief sometimes about the draft, but it's the one thing they got right. I mean we can't argue about that. They they saw an opportunity to get a top tier quarterback, and they went and got it. And Joe Flacco. Look, after he left Baltimore, he wasn't good. Now, is that because he went to the Jets? And the Broncos? Maybe, the Broncos. Never, you know, I mean, these teams weren't he, – he hadn't played good football. He's playing great now. But get, get it out. Off Baltimore, stop. He's the enemy. Once he stops – once he takes off the Browns uniform again and retires, we all love Joe. Put him in, put him in the ring of honor. But get, get, get this – so tired of this. Oh, well, maybe that. Maybe that's what they should a, do. Such a good story. Kind of psycho, psych him out of his own oh, head and be like, God. "Oh, we're putting you in the ring of honor tonight, Stop. right before he before he plays." It's Joe Flacco. I hope he, I hope he falls You're on right. his face. No, I do. Uh, I hope he fails. I mean, I hope he's terrible. This, this, this. What day are they playing Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. I hope he's terrible Saturday. I hope they get bounced. And, I then, mean, and then if they yeah, do if they do it, win and they come to Baltimore, they're going to get bounced here. It's basically it probably is the game that like the winner of this game is the, who the Ravens see. Do we feel that way? 
the Houston. I mean, Blue I don't, I don't see Miami going into sub-zero Kansas City and winning, and I certainly don't see Pittsburgh going into Buffalo and winning. Yeah. So I, I, I would, I would think. I mean, you never know what happens. I mean, it's why they play the games every week. Right. We get a surprise here and there. You know, if Pittsburgh goes into Buffalo and plays a clean game and runs the ball, and Allen turns the ball over three times like he did this past week, uh, you know, I mean, Miami just couldn't take advantage of it. You Usually you turn the ball over three times in a game, you don't win that game. Um, but Miami was just awful, and they've been awful for three out of four weeks now. Um cost themselves the division i mean they they had that division sewn up i mean mean, it was sewn up a month ago them and the eagles i mean i guess the eagles didn't really have the division tied up like the like the dolphins did but like they both just the way that they both fell off we're serpico we're serpico Uh, i think we're gonna try to catch up with him tomorrow where's him what's he doing what's he doing right now what the hell is that i mean where i mean no nobody saw this coming from philadelphia what they lost five out of six? They were ten and one after they beat. Was that after they beat Kansas City? Yeah. So they yeah they've they're they're one and I mean, five. I mean nobody. I I I mean it's just crazy. I I mean people want to point to their schedule that was kind of cupcakey early, but Still, look at the team. They got killed by the Giants. The Giants stink. I mean I not only they got killed by the Giants, they got killed by the Giants, and they knocked out. Tyrod during the game and Danny DeVito or whatever Tommy DeVito came in and Danny DeVito. <laughs> you know came in and and and, and won that game. that's just crazy what's happening in Philadelphia I mean their their fans are actually talking about like firing the coach after the season he took I, them to the Super Bowl yeah. last year they were they were like minutes away from possibly winning the Super Bowl how long did it take them to fire Doug Peterson after winning the Super Bowl. Like a year, like a year. They're they're impatient over there. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, losing to the Cardinals. I feel like I feel like the Cardinals one is somewhat. Uh, I, I I don't know, but just because of the the Jonathan Gannon coming in and uh, having to and having having that revenge, I guess uh, of uh, of bringing the, bringing his team into Philly and beating and beating his former team. Um, but I, yeah, the Eagles do not look right. They can't stop. They, their defense is no good anymore. Defense isn't good. The offense, I mean, they've, hmm. their quarterback got hurt. Hurts got hurt. Yeah, that's right. His finger. His finger. I mean, mean, dislocated, obviously. It looks, Uh, looks worse than it is. I can't imagine looking down and seeing AJ, AJ Brown. Yeah. I got yelled at one time. One of my softball kids popped out their pinky and I just popped it in the place and I got yelled at. I'm like. Like, what are you a, supposed to do? It was a pinky. <laughs> what did you want me to do? <laughs> My trainer yelled at me, you're not supposed to do that. I was like, ah. Because the trainer's supposed to do it? Yeah, but oh, the trainer okay. wasn't at the game. So oh. I was like, you know, I was like, I need, I need that player for the game. So. <laughs> well, well done. Good job. Yeah, you know. But, uh, you know, what else is going on in world sports? What, what should we talk about? Uh, where's Harbaugh going to go? We wanna, yeah, well, I mean, he's going. He's going. Why? Why? What's what's wrong with the Terps? They're not good. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. We th- we thought They're they would be good. I mean, they yeah. had a decent recruiting class, right? Yeah. They, I mean, they, no, the freshmen have not really uh, performed up to. Well, neither have the guys that came yeah, back. Because to be honest, I mean, you thought Scott was going to be, you know, you like know, a leader on the team. He's been awful. Play like he's played for six years has not. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I I look. Harbaugh's going to the NFL. I'd be stunned if he doesn't go to the NFL. 
he's going to make more money in the NFL no matter what Michigan is offering him. He's now got his national championships. There's nothing left to prove in in there. Um, never a better time to leave if you're going to give the NFL a chance. This is his last chance to give them a chance. Dude missed six games because he was suspended twice. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. I would think if I was advising him, before he gets suspended again, <laughs> I'd go. <laughs> I'd go. I mean, he's suspended twice. Yeah, but, you know, I think you, th- you would think he learned. <laughs> right? <laughs> what was it? Was recruiting infractions the first one? Well, the fir- it wasn't the first one with the, the, the quote-unquote rogue uh, assistant. That oh, was yeah, it's Connor Stallions. Going on the sidelines. Well, with, that was the second one, I thought. That was the second uh, one? Yeah, because they took him forever to like be like, oh, this was wrong. And finally come down with punishment. This was wrong. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's pretty good. It's a good it's a good little bit as as Glenn would say that, you know, dress up like you're a coach on that team and stand that on the sidelines. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. So but you know, hey, um, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? He's gonna go west coast again, I guess. There it's either Chargers or Raiders, is it feels like. Uh I think the Raiders are going to stick with Pierce. I think they should. I think they should. I mean, I they guess, played hard for him. Yeah. I mean, I, he's got. I mean, that's that's part of it. Like, do you do you make it even a worse situation if you go outside and don't hire him? Because obviously the team right. wants him. Um. I mean, they have quarterback issues. I, I don't know if Aiden O'Connell is uh, is the guy. I don't, don't know. think so. Well, Jimmy isn't. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who the guy. You know they have a quarterback issue, but I, I would think you know, you know he could go to Washington. Wouldn't that be fun? Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I be mean, close. Yeah. yeah, that'd be. I mean, they play each other in the preseason every year. You know, <laughs> have the holidays together. I mean, well, it'd be fun. Yeah, I guess that would be. I mean, could, could that be? Could that be like? Because then you got the number two pick. Yeah. Was he gonna take JJ McCarthy with the number two pick? I don't know. I don't know who the number one pick is right now. So it's got to be. Doesn't Caleb. have to be. It's got to be Caleb Williams. Doesn't have to be. Uh, after what Michigan's defense did, did Penix fall significantly after what you know Michigan did last night? I, I don't think Penix is as high as every as the college football fan thinks he is in the draft. I thought he looked really good last week. You can't base it off of one week. I yeah. I, I think. I think there's a couple of things with Penix. He, how do I say this? He reminds me of Baker Mayfield, okay? Baker Mayfield threw the ball all over the place in college. You thought he was fantastic. You thought he was a can't-miss guy coming into the NFL. He had all, everything. And then when you looked at the tape a little closer, you're like, oh, there's some things in this game he needs to improve. Penix does not move well in the pocket. Penix does not like to be off his spot. That's a concern in the NFL. Uh, you have to be able to be a little bit mobile and and throw while you're you're mobile. Um, he's hesitant to run a little bit, and that's that's fine. There are lots of quarterbacks like that that are hesitant to run. I mean, C.J. Stroud doesn't like to run. Look what he's done. Um, but I I don't I don't think Penix is as high as a lot of people would think he would be in, in draft circles. Could be wrong, only takes one team to to fall in love with you 
Uh, but he wouldn't be in my top four quarterbacks. Is he a first rounder right now? I think because of the premium of the quarterback position, yeah. probably end of the first round would be my guess. Um, but I don't see. You know, obviously Williams is going above him. So, like somebody trading back into the first round could be, could be, how Penix could could be. I mean, you could, or you could be a team like Tampa, and you could just sit there and say, you know what? Yeah, maybe Baker for another year. Maybe we can sign him for a year, and then we can turn it over to Penix and see what we have. Um, I know I just said that he reminds me of Baker, but just thinking when you said trade back in, is there a team down there that's going to be picking in the 20s that could look at the quarterback position? Tampa, I mean, I think it's fair. They're going to have some turnover. They're getting a little, you know, long in the tooth with some of their receivers. They could they could use, you know, I don't know that Baker is the long-term plan there. Um you know, if Penix was the fourth quarterback off the board, okay. You know, I could, I could, I could go there. I think, I think Daniels and Williams and and May all go before him. Um, but, but then, you know, he's there. But there are some questions about Penix, and you know, if you watch the game, one of those questions are his health and and how durable he is. Is like, uh, it's a guy coming off of multiple, uh knee issues when, you know, season-ending issues when he was in Indiana. Um, had two great years at Washington, but you look at how he finished last night. He definitely has an ankle issue. He may have a broken rib. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, looked like he could barely stand up at the end of the day. Um, you know, so we'll see. We'll see where, I mean, probably a first-rounder. I don't, I don't. For people that were getting all excited about maybe him being a top ten pick, I don't think he's a top ten pick. And I don't know, you, you, somebody's got to sell me on the Michigan quarterback if he comes out. He looks like uh, Ryan Tannehill to me. Yes, yeah. at the at best, yeah. at best. Another guy doesn't really like to have people in his face. <laughs> you know, did make a really good run. Yeah, he did. He did. Are we breaking first, or are we uh, going? We, we will go to our uh, to our next guest. To our next guest. Yes. The only guest, she is Sarita Hubbard, the NFL chick. I'd I'd promote all the things she's on, but I don't have all day. What's up, Sarita? Oh, good morning, Casey. Good morning. I mean, I don't. I mean, seriously. I mean, you're everywhere. I mean, just everywhere. So I don't have. I think to, I'm cooling down a little bit, friend. I don't. I don't so, know, uh, but I can't. I can't go on social media and not see your face, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's not. I mean, there, there are worse things to see, but no, it's you, true. This is true. All love. How, how are you, my dear? I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Steeler game first, because okay. it was really weird to me watching the game because it just so didn't matter in any sense of the word. I was all. I was. I was every play. I was watching our tackles on offense and making sure they were okay. <laughs> right, because they were in there a long time. I didn't expect Stanley or Moses to play as long as they did. Hey man, listen, I was surprised by that um, because I, I think in the second half, I think I saw Stanley still, and I was like, "So, like, what's going on here?" Yeah. You know, I'm not really, I'm um, sure. 
And it's funny because I saw a stat yesterday um, where Huntley had like the second most um, available, you know, time in a pocket yeah. um, yesterday. So I guess they fared well. I mean, you know, it, it, you got I guess that's a good thing. I definitely don't understand why you had them out there in them type of conditions after a certain period of time. But I guess they're like, look, we got to get make sure that we're not rusty for the playoffs. So. Um, luckily for the Ravens, they didn't have any major injuries, unlike the Steelers. So, you know, you got to take that as a win, I guess. The oh. fact that everybody came out and, and then he's saying that they appears that people will be ready for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the biggest thing. Everybody come out healthy and, and it, it, it even appeared to me that, you know, the guys that got banged up outside of, uh, of, uh, the concussion, you know, obviously with urban, but you know, I think if it was a important game, Stone probably would have, could have, could have, would have come back in the game. He didn't go mm-hmm. into the locker room, things like that. So, so yeah, they're going to be as healthy as as they ever ever have. And for anybody that you know, the whole you know conversation of rest versus rust type thing, T.J. Watt is example number one. You know, yep. I, I, Facts. Look, look, I, I, you feel horrible. Look, we we don't like the Steelers, but we we also are football fans. I don't like superstars getting hurt, especially going yeah, into same. the playoffs. Especially going into playoffs, it sucks. It sucks. But that's why for for all the Ravens fans are like, oh, you know, we don't we we remember 2019 and they were off for two weeks and then they played like garbage and blah blah blah. Yeah, but T.J. Watt. And that's the end of the yep. conver- that's the end of the conversation. Or go back a week before in a blowout and and go to Chubb and and yep. it's like 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 Miami has no pass rush anymore. They look awful. Nope. They looked yep. awful against Miami, Buffalo. Miami, look, Miami is done. They're done. Okay, I agree. We just said I that. I don't care if Waddle comes out and plays next no, week. Uh, no. He's not going to be a hundred percent. Their defense is in know, their defense is in ruins. The defense is in ruins. They've lost two of their um, guys, their pass rushers. So they're, that's that's it. Again, I, you know, Tyreek Hill can only do but so much. Tight end can only do but so much. You, I mean, even, like I said, if Waddle comes back, a high ankle sprain for a wide receiver is a lot to play on. So I, I just don't see that happening. But, yeah, Miami, to me, is a is an interesting part. I don't really understand why Chubb was still in at that point of the game. Um because I think right around that time they pulled Tua they pulled, and was like, "All right." They they pulled him on the they pulled him on the series before and they fumbled, right? And then Chubb's still out there. I'm like, "What?" When he went down, I I because because I don't know if you were still in the stadium at that point. I'm in the stadium and I turned to the person next to me. I go, "That is a bad coaching decision." If he ser- is seriously hurt, and it's like. You know, I, I, I was I was a little surprised. I mean, I know we all love the Miami coach and, you know, good sound bites and seems like they he's cool. They cool, but they were all they, – they, he did not take as much heat as I thought he was going to because that's, right, that's, exactly. a, that's a terrible decision. You had, pull, you had pulled your offensive stars, but you didn't pull your defensive stars? Come on. Right, exactly. I was just kind of like, hey, uh, I'm not really – uh, sure what was happening here and why you decided to do that, but now you paid for it, and like you said, now it's like you have no pass rush. So I did, look, for a while they got to Josh Allen, but eventually, because they don't have the depth anymore, it eventually just kind of wore them down, and that's just kind of how that went. So I agree with you back to your original point, which is 
Russ versus Russ. And I look, I, I want us to divorce 2019. I want us to act like that that didn't exist. I know that that's hard. That's even hard for me, Casey. It is because you, you get PTSD with stuff like this. But that's this is such a different football team than 2019. That team was incredibly young with a couple of veterans sprinkled here and there. Now Lamar is six years in, is six seasons in. There's a nice mix of veteran leadership as well as the youth. So I, I just don't even think that that's something that um, I would be concerned about. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I get the concern. I do because they have played at such a high level against huge opponents, and you want to keep that momentum going. And remember, I was the person when we were doing the post game. I was a, a fan of, like necessarily, like if I wasn't against if they didn't get the number one seed. I wasn't against it. But then when you start looking at all of these injuries, I'm like, eh, I don't care, man. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe hopefully the momentum will continue uh, when they play in uh, a couple weeks. But until then, yeah, nah, just leave your starters out. Yeah, just, just leave them out. I mean, you know, I, I got where you were coming from. I, I, I really did because, look, I mean, 2019 wasn't too long ago. It just it right. just wasn't, and and we remember, and you know this year feels a little bit like that, um, because they're so dominant, and but but it in other ways, like you mentioned, it doesn't because there's so many veterans and there's so many guys that it's that you rely upon, and the biggest thing for me is that the offensive and defensive coordinators that we have right now have really proven to me this year that they are willing and able to make in-game adjustments on the fly. And mm-hmm. that's and that's the biggest thing. The 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 2019 game against Tennessee, they had their game plan and they went away from it and they didn't know how they didn't have anything to go to. And mm-hmm. on either side of the ball. I mean they they just it is what it is. I mean Roman was what he was and if yep. if you were good enough to win that day with you know playing his style, great. But if if you weren't, he, they really didn't have a plan B. And and when they went to plan B, they didn't know how to execute plan B because they weren't used right. to doing it. And and and, yep. and 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 on the defensive side to a degree as well. You know, it's 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 one way. And this is how I play defense. And and that's what we're going to do all game long, no matter what the other team is doing to us. I've been very impressed this year with. Uh, McDonald and and Moncton, the that they make adjustments and they don't wait until halftime. They make adjustments on the fly, and I think that's something that's been really missing from the team overall. And why mm-hmm. I don't I don't have that P, uh, you know that that 2019 hangover still still with me. Yep. I think this team will adjust if something isn't going their way. Where I don't think they had the ability to do that back in 2019. I agree with that. And, um, you know, the thing is, is like uh, they were very young um, or inexperienced when it came to um, the passing game. They were running the football, obviously, incredibly well. We all knew that. But when you look at the the guys that they had in terms of like, yeah, Willie Sneed was in the league for a few years, but, you know, he was a viable I don't know, three in New Orleans and then Seth Roberts and Marquise Brown was a rookie. Right. I mean, you know, what did you really expect? And, and yes, uh, we know that um, Mark Andrews was in his second year, but I mean, he's also in his second year, just like Lamar. So 
there was some experience um, there that was missing. And I think that now this is just a completely different situation. So um, I, I definitely was one of the people that was concerned. And until they play, it's still going to kind of sit in the back of my mind. Right, but in right. terms of like what they are going to do in terms of, oh, is this 2019 all over again? I would not compare the two, even if they do come out a little rusty, I still wouldn't compare the two because I think that the dynamic of this team, like you said, from the coaching to even now to the personnel is completely different and what it is that they do um, with the football. So I, I, we, we gotta, we gotta let that go. I understand it's hard. It's not easy, but we gotta let it go. <laughs> you, you do. And, and the one thing, your point about Lamar was a great one. I mean, second year, first time doing, you know, going through, through that with that kind of pressure, at home, he's a completely different guy now. I mean, he is so in command of this offense, and it's really it's his offense. Uh, they they have he has you know for all the people that say oh well he just goes up to the line and runs the play that's called like no he doesn't anymore. He is in total control of this offense. Um, and I don't know if you've had a, a chance to listen, but he was on uh, Let's Go the other night with with Tom Brady. Um, and just the, the confidence and the focus that he speaks with, uh, during that show, he was just like, you know, the question was, what are you going to do on the, on the off week? He goes, I'm going to study every team that we can possibly play and know everything about them. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. like, it wasn't even a pause. Well, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to get healthy. Nope. I'm locked in and I'm studying everybody because I, yep. it, and, and it was such a, it it was the type of answer that you love to hear because, yep. you know, that's what you want. I mean, yeah, you yep. you can have a couple of days off to get some treatment and, and, and get your mind and body right, but start looking about who you could play. And and yep. you want you want your quarterback to be that guy and he, he's turned into that guy and this offense has been a a breath of fresh air for him to be able to be the quarterback that he really was coming out of college. I mean, yep, the, the, and you and I knew that. Oh, we you knew that. We've been on that all the time. It's like you yep. know that you know. I, I get it that the team was scared and they brought in Roman because they use look. You know, you got a unique uh, quarterback and a unique player like like uh, Lamar. Um, you use what we think is his best skill, but they 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 set him back. They set him back a couple of years by by not yeah. allowing him to be a quarterback in every I sense agree. in every sense of the word. And now you are seeing a quarterback, and all those all those people that have all these things to say, like he can't throw deep. Well, that, well, that, that was never well, true to begin with. Well, it was so, never like, it was never true, but that was a that was something that people would use. You don't hear it anymore because he's hidden deep ball after deep ball. Just look at the last right. last game he played against Miami. Every every ball he threw was was downfield, and people are are now like, oh, well, he really doesn't want to run. He he's looking up fields. Like, yeah, I was like, go watch a college game. I was like, just watch one. Right. Just watch once what he did. Yeah, he could run because he's a unique athlete. But it's so much fun to watch him in 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 this in this offense and let him do what he's really what he's really yeah. capable of doing. I absolutely agree with you. I I just love um, how you know he's evolved and to you know who he is. And so on the Tom Brady. Uh, well, what, I don't know the the podcast name, but I did listen to it with him and Jim Gray. Um, you know, he's talking about like how he's preserved himself 
um, in terms of being safe. And we knew that. We talked about that numerous times in terms of like how his run game has changed. Mm -hmm. And that's if you watch enough football, you know that that's, you know, kind of how that is. Um, But ultimately, this is what he's done. You know what I'm saying? He's always been, uh, well, not always. He's evolved to be a guy that's like, look, I got to be there for my team moving forward. So how do I preserve myself? And I think that he's done a good enough job. Now, I had already said, though, KZ, like, moving forward, like, from that, you know, coming out of the bye, he was going to have to probably start taking some games over. And I go back and look at that Browns game, and I wonder if Lamar had made an executive decision to take over, would that had not been the outcome, right? Um, and, and I mean that by, like, you know, there was some – some lanes that were weren't there in terms of like the passing lanes and he was trying to force it as opposed to trying to make a play to extend, you know, the downs or whatever. So I wonder if they play Cleveland this time, how he's going to play um this go round if they find their way back at M N T Bank Stadium. And so I think this will be different in that regard because I think coming down the stretch, Lamar realized at times you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put the the, the the offense on my back. You know the San Francisco game when he has that big run and yep. you know all of those types of things. So um, I think that the, it, things will be different moving forward to the playoffs because now you're this is this is all go right. Like you got three games, yep. three games, three games to potential three potential games that you are going to try to you know win. And I think now we might see a little bit more looser running Lamar. Still safe, still going to try to go through his read, aggressive his reads. But instead of you know being hesitant about running, I think he'll be more. Um, he'll be more like you know, okay, th- this is not working. I, I got to make a play, and then that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're talking with Sarita Hubbard from uh, everywhere. Um, Gridiron Gals, 105.7, Project Game Day. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't have time for all this. Um, <laughs> so Super Wild Card Weekend, what are you pumped to watch? Um, yeah, okay. So I'm definitely interested in Rams, um, Lions for the storyline itself. Yep. Um, we all remember that, you know, Stafford and Golf was traded uh, for each other. Um, so that – to me, I'm interested in. I am very concerned about the Rams. They're a team that nobody is talking about, um, and that includes against the 49ers. I mean, look, I know that y'all got 49ers as the favorites out here um, in in betting land, but uh, they look scary in terms of what they can do on offense, and we've seen it up front, close and personal. So I am curious to see if they find their way to advance. I think the other game. Uh, uh, Browns and Texans, I think we're going to be paying attention to because right. I think that we consider that a real possibility of Cleveland. Come, well, I do. I can't speak for everybody else. I consider it a real possibility. I don't think that that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a chance against Buffalo, especially without T.J. Watt. Yep. Um, that I just don't see that happening. Uh, I don't see Miami beating Kansas City without the pass rush. So I, I just don't, I, you know, I'm going to watch that Texans Browns, excuse me, Texans Browns game because those are two teams that you know could potentially be going to Baltimore at some point. So 
Um, that and again, the NFC game for me is the um, Rams Lions game. So those are like when you look at the other matchups, Casey. I don't know. I just look at the other ones and I was like, boring. Like <laughs> like the Eagles and the Bucks. Okay, I'm not interested in the Bucks. The Eagles don't look good. Not interested in that. Uh, Packers and Cowboys. Look, Jordan Love has grown, and I think that he's going to be uh, a really fine quarterback, but. At home against the Cowboys, I mean, uh, away against the Cowboys, I just the Cowboys have been undefeated at home, so I just don't, I don't have anything for that. Uh, and you know, everything else is just kind of like those are the only two games that I'm like, I'm gonna watch them all. By the way, right? Yeah, yeah we're gonna <laughs> watch them all. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think the two games you mentioned are the are the ones that are you know on paper should be the most interesting for the weekend. I mean, right. uh, the. The Rams Lions. I mean, my God, uh, that that just should be fun, and 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 yeah. all the storylines and and all that. I agree. I agree with you with the Rams. They look scary. Nobody's talking about them. Um, the the Laporta injury could be very big um, if he's not able to go for the Lions. He's been, you know, almost historic for a rookie tight end this year. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, it was sad to see that you know, kind of fluky injury happen. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. They, they haven't ruled him out entirely yet. Um, I don't think he plays. I think it's doubtful that he plays, which is a huge blow. Like you said, because of how well he's played. So yeah, I just don't see it happening. That's, I don't know. That's where I stand with that. <laughs> yep. No, yep. I'm just, it sucks because like you said, Laporta has played really, really well, particularly because remember they traded Hawkinson away. Yeah. Um, to Minnesota last year, so he's come in and he hasn't missed a step, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's been a big part of what their offense is. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how they'll rebound. Cause I don't think he plays. If he doesn't play, I'm interested to see how they rebound. But I'm really interested to see what this Rams team is going to do, man. Because Puka is nasty. nasty. That young boy nasty. is nasty. He should be up, uh, and it's crazy because I don't think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. I think C.J. Stroud yeah, will, but he will. Yeah, but he well, needs to be highly considered for it. Well, I said the other day, I was like, you know, if Stroud had had a bad game in 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 Week 18, which he didn't, he had a great game. I was like, yeah. could, could Puka sneak in there? Because you're, I mean, he said he said records, like he's historic, um, mm-hmm. and and. It was just funny. It's like somebody asked me, he goes, where'd he come out of? I was like, BYU. I said he was great. BYU? He was great. He was great <laughs> in college. It was like it was like he was on everybody's draft radar, and then he ran like 4-7. And, you know, so people— that's old, so that's what lowered his stock. Okay. Yeah. It's like, so all of a sudden, you got this guy that, you know, his numbers in college don't match how he tests. And they put it—and and some, you know— Everybody, is it tape or is it testing? And and depending on your GM and how they how they work it, one may hold up. But when he ran four seven, he just plummeted, and they just from day one they were like in 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 camp. Every writer for the Rams was like, they stole this kid Puka. Like like this kid can play, <laughs> and he's been from day one. He's just been spectacular. He's just been spectacular. Yeah. Sure. And uh, and when you put and him so, with Cup, it's like, come on! I mean, that's like unfair. They're, 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 it's so unfair. And and the fact that Puka can do it without Cup, and Cup can do it without Puka, and now you have them both. I, that should be, just be a fun game. I hope it's I hope it's forty two forty. 
I'll be very disappointed you, if we go 14-10 in that game. Oh, come on, Casey. That's not happening. I know, you but, you know. you know, you know, I just, I just, I just, I want to be, I, I want to be entertained from, from the jump in that game. Me too. And I think that that's what we'll get. Yeah. I, I absolutely think that that's what we're going to get. Um, it's funny because they had a lot of injuries um, starting off, which is why they had such a slow start, the Rams. But it, the, but so many people like, I think, written the Rams off, and we just forget how much of a mastermind Sean McVay can oh, be yeah. when it comes to like routes and stuff and concepts. So um, to see them rebound is has been wild to watch. And to me, they're my dark horse of the NFC. I, I, mean, I understand that, you know, people like the Cowboys and stuff, but Cowboys run, uh, run defense. Is, is a problem. Williams would light them up. <laughs> Williams would light them up. So uh, that would be an interesting um, matchup, in my opinion, um, in that regard. And I would not be against uh, taking the Rams against a team like the Cowboys if that if something like that happened. But uh, they're my dark horse for sure, and I'm curious to see how that's all gonna, you know, play out. So that's that's my biggest one because I can't wait for the storylines about. Oh, you know, we traded him away, and da, 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 da. you know that's all gone. That's gonna be a thing. Jared Goff gotta be in his feelings about this, but at least he's playing at home. That's the one thing he can say. Is like, well, they gotta come here. So says a lot about you know what I've been able to do here in Detroit. The same way what Matthew Stafford was able to do in L.A. So that's an interesting uh, concept. One hundred percent. What can I promote for you? Where 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 are you at this week? What are you doing this week? What should we listen to? Please. Check out my Gridiron Gals podcast. Uh, I will be back on uh, 105.7 The Fan tomorrow. Also winning, uh, tomorrow from 6 to 9 p.m. Also uh, winning drive podcast with myself and Cordell. Um, we'll, you know, take it from there. So those are the things. That's all I got going on. Casey. Oh, that's yeah, all? That's all? That's all? That's it? That's why I can't keep a yeah. list of you. Hey, my friend, I, I – you, you and I haven't seen each other in a while, um, but I just want to say this so it's on tape. I am extraordinarily proud and happy for you. Thank you, friend. And all, and I all, appreciate and, you. And all, we'll and, all, 20, and all your success. We'll I, I really so got. do. What's that? I said we'll see what 2024 got uh, in store. But, uh, yeah, no, 2023 was fun. So, more, 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 good uh, thing, more good things. More good things. Everybody, everybody's, starting to, everybody's starting to figure it out now. So. <laughs> thank you my friend no anytime love you thanks for coming on i'll talk love to you soon too. all right kz talk to you soon there she is sarita the nfl chick you can find her everywhere everywhere gridiron gals one winning drive was it it's called one winning drive with cordell I believe so yes yeah yeah she's on 1057 her and glenn do her thing she's on project game day She's everywhere. So proud of her. She and I started together. So, soft spot always for Serena. Just winning drive. One winning drive is where the facility is. Oh, just winning drive. Gotcha. You know. (laughs) You know. Uh, By the way, I I need everybody to go and download the Superbook app or visit uh, superbook.com to take advantage of a great offer. All you got to do is use code GLENNCLARK23. Uh, when you sign up at, at Superbook.com, and you'll receive up to $250 in same-day first bet match. Win or lose, doesn't matter. You win, great. You still get it. You lose, okay, you got another shot. But uh, head over to Superbook.com to take advantage of the great offer. Um, yeah, we good to it, break? Yeah, we can. And if you are bullish like Ken and I are, we, like, we're just giving the Chiefs and the uh, Bills the win. 
if you parlay them oh, yeah. together yeah, on Superbook right now, absolutely, you get minus uh, minus one twenty eight right now. That's and, that's uh, good stuff. Yeah, this for just the Chiefs I, uh, and Bills win. I had a good night in the NBA last night. I stayed oh. away from the national championship game. Uh, I should have, yeah. I I, I liked Washington for some reason. I I, I, I stayed away from it. The only the only once thing, the game started, it was like oh. Only thing I did bet, and I should have bet it, um, is um, the running back. Quorum. Uh, uh, Quorum. Uh, His touchdown prop, well, It was minus 400, yeah. but two was like plus 300. Mm. I should have hit it. Yeah. I should have hit yeah. it. I put, the, yeah. I, put the, I put the anytime touchdown in a parlay and, and was fine, but I should have gone to two. But uh, head over to superbook.com, use Glenn Clark 23 when you sign up, and uh, we'll take our first break. We come back more football, maybe a little bit of basketball. We'll see what we have uh, going on. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on. Where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Costas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. Fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasInn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steamed crab orders. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels. Heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, AJMichaels.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of PressBox is available now, and it's our very special annual best of issue. On the cover, we celebrate Orioles manager Brandon Hyde as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, and the Orioles as our Team of the Year. With Stan the Fan Charles and Glenn Clark sitting down with Hyde to discuss his role in creating the culture that defined the Orioles' magic season. Also inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2023. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Terps, and O's at PressBoxOnline.com. Hey, Ravens fans, looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer, during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Sure, 
Glenn may be in his 40s now, but he looks just as good as he ever has, and he's still as sharp as he ever was. And I say both those things without even a shred of irony. Find out for yourself right now by watching the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Sadly, you can't see Glenn Clark. You have to see me, and I don't know. Nah, I don't know if that's too I don't bad. Know. I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's a good or if that's up, down, sideways. But uh, what you can do is uh, is go get a Toyota Tacoma, which comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for details on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know where Glenn is this week. I I, I wasn't real. I wasn't. Um, I got like all the text messages and the conversations, and, and I never really asked where he was going. So he is on a cruise. He's on a cruise. I believe a Disney cruise. Oh, good for him. Yes. Yeah. He's well, a big be, cruise guy. That'd be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a cruise guy. I I don't think I could do it. I'm, I you know once I saw Titanic, I was out. <laughs> you know those things. I'm not a big plane guy either, but you know those are necessities. Sometimes. Well, you wait to hear that he took a plane to get to the cruise ship. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> they have cruises that go out of Baltimore. Yeah, not 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 the not one that, Disney. Not, yeah, I, you couldn't take uh, one. I guess not. Couldn't yeah. take one boat yeah, to the other cruise. boat. It's not like the the planes where you get to plane and get on the other boat. Yeah, good. You know, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. He, he, they, you know what? It's a you know luckily they they got the buy and perfect timing for him. I was he going either way? Yeah, I believe he was. So it would have been uh, ah. definitely would have been awkward had ah. uh, had the Ravens not not uh not not tightened everything up and uh and made sure that this was a, a not a meaning well yeah pretty meaningless week for uh for for the city of Baltimore fortunately. What did you think of the 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 whole Jameis Winston? I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um. I mean. Since it's Jameis, I feel like it's it's hard not. And since you know it's the NFC South, we're as about as far removed from that as we, as we can be here here as Ravens fans. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so, um, but but you can't you can't you, you, they shouldn't have done that. They you what you couldn't do is you couldn't line up in victory formation and run a play. Had they done anything else, I think it would have been a non-story, really. Yeah, I mean to to a degree. I mean. When the interception, he went down at the one on purpose. Yeah. Like, well, like, no, well, I think the Falcons ch- uh, tracked him down. They tackled. Did him. they? I thought yeah. he kind of. I thought he. Kinda, maybe I mean. I, I don't know. Maybe, again, but maybe, maybe so. Maybe, maybe so. I, I I've heard the well line up and stop them crowd, yeah. and don't let them get down there crowd. The problem, the problem with the lineup and stop them thing is because they, they were, had they were in victory they were formation. in victory yes. formation. I think it's wrong. I think because, and I agree with you, because you were in victory formation, everybody's chilling. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody knows what it is. You don't run plays out of it, and it. I get from the Saints that they wanted to get him the touchdown. Just don't do it that way. And I, I get. Look, Ar- Arthur, whatever. Uh, Smith Brown, what's his? What's yeah, his Arthur name? Smith. He's gone. Okay, so he's fired. I don't disagree with. It was nicer than the wait uh, until the next day. You know, twelve oh one. Yeah, I don't. Like, <laughs> Should have been fired mid season. You know, if I if I'm the general manager of that team, at some point I go down and just slap him and say, "I am drafting playmakers for you. Freaking use them. Yeah, 
You, and the you argument draft, is, we we went in the first round and drafted a running back for you to use, and you refuse to use him. And guess what? Every time he happens to get the ball in his hands, he's like magic. Yeah. I saw the stat. Uh, so, so Algier, Tyler Algier, had more rushing yards last year in his rookie season than uh than yeah. Bijan than yeah. Bijan had this year. And more, it's just, I look Algier was great last year. I, I'm not telling you to put him on the bench. But use them both. I, yeah. It's just, just, it just, and and so the argument, I guess, just, is it's just he needed to be fired. He's had very incompetent quarterback play, but a lot of that is on him. I mean, it's on him when you, they came out and say they we don't want Lamar Jackson. Like that's the well, that that's that's partial, partial, on, yeah, on there's, the ownership, there's, yeah, that's partial on the GM. All those all those GMs will be fired because that tragic mistake. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, tragic mistake. Um, you know. It's like the the you ever seen the the Pretty Woman movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like when she goes back into the the store. Remember when you 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 wouldn't oh, wait right, on right, me? Right, yeah. yeah. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Huge. Big <laughs> mistake. Huge. <laughs> you know, nobody wanted him. Nobody even made an offer to him. It's like right. great. He's like you know, Aiden O'Donnell. You know, where the, your quarterback is Aiden O'Donnell in Vegas. You, know, you couldn't use Lamar. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm glad nobody did. Yeah, and, it, and it I don't, is, is, and uh, I don't, I don't think their thinking was wrong because I don't think there was any possibility that the Ravens were not matching whatever came their way. I mean, you're putting your franchise right. back years because then you don't have a quarterback, and whatever we think of our backup quarterbacks here, they're backup quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, they're it, not starters. It, it, I don't. I don't want Huntley starting for my NFL just, team. It didn't make sense. I mean, yeah, it just didn't make any sense for the, you know the teams were saying they weren't interested because to protect the quarterback that they currently had. But when yeah. your current quarterback was Desmond Ritter, You're, like, I mean, that's like what are we protecting? What are we protecting? And then they ended up doing. They ended up going. I mean, they ended up making it so convoluted at the end. The Falcons ended up making it so convoluted at the end. I mean, they went Heineke, then Ritter, then Ritter, then Heineke, then like they kept going back and forth because well, of injuries. injuries and things like that. But the bottom but line is, you have Pitts. You have clearly you're not. You you have playmakers. You have Pitts, mm-hmm. London. You know, I'll, I'll call Algier a playmaker. Yeah. And you, Bijan, could be one of the top running backs in the NFL if you would use him right. I mean, this he's so. F- He's so smooth. He's so fast. He he makes a three yard run. You're like he should have gotten. He should have lost three. I just uh, I did. Arthur Smith. I'm, I, we, nobody will miss you. Nobody will miss you. And I I'd be surprised if he like like some people say. Well, he'll get another offensive coordinator position. Like will maybe he? maybe with Vrabel will like, he? or something wherever Vrabel stays or Vrabel goes to New England or something. Or. Yeah, that whole New England thing is weird to me. Like like Should, like he still wants to coach. Belichick said he yeah. wants to coach. He wants the record. Yeah. Um. Well, if you're New England, do you keep him then, or do you? Uh... I think it's time for them to have a real GM. Yeah. So if he if Bill's gonna say, well, no, I'm not giving up. If he's not giving up the GM part, I think you got to part ways. I think you don't fire him. You you come together and you and the owner have a joint press conference and said, you know what, I've had 24 fantastic years here. This is my home, um, but it's time for me to move on and do something else. And you know, it's best for the organization, it's best for me. Blah 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 blah, kumbaya, blah blah blah, and go. Um, I, I it's he's made so many mistakes as a GM with seemingly never wanting to make a draft pick. 
that um, I, I think it's just time to get a, get somebody else a new a new set of eyes there. I think coaching wise, like his team is always prepared, and they still play hard. He's got no offensive weapons, and once Stevenson went out, you know, I mean, Elliott did the best he could, but you have you have no wide receivers. You have two old tight ends that keep on getting hurt that you paid a lot of money to. It's just ridiculous. You, you haven't built a, an offense that is good enough in today's NFL. You need an offense in today's NFL. You cannot just do it on defense anymore. And his defense was still good, even without superstar playmakers. Judon went down this year. And they were still good all year. They were <laughs> tough out. Um, but I think it's I, – I, if he wouldn't, if the owner doesn't say we need to bring in a, a different GM and we'd still like to have you to coach, you know, and he's not for that, then yeah, it's time to time to part ways, and you know, we'll see where he he'll go coach. Yeah, well, I uh, think Tomlin for Belichick straight up, and yeah, Tomlin's not going anywhere. <laughs> Maybe. So, you know. Uh, by the way, um, we don't do weather here a lot. Apparently the apocalypse is happening right, right. is happening late this afternoon. Yeah, can't inform me when I got well, in. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, so so you know, uh, you know, if you know me, I mean, I work at a uh, at a high school um, when I'm not doing you know football stuff and media stuff. And the big thing yesterday, like I didn't know any of this, and then all of a sudden, Hartford County Schools announced they were closing three hours early, and I'm like. Did I did I did I miss a snowstorm? And they're getting out because the risk of flooding and and hurricane force winds. Um, late this afternoon, four four o'clock ish, three o'clock, four o'clock ish, into throughout the evening. And I'm like, wow. I was like, okay. okay. Um, and then this morning, Baltimore County did it, and now like Curly's doing it and mm. parks doing it and all these schools are slowly like canceling afternoon activities i'm like what well, it's supposed to rain right <laughs> like like rain and it's like apparently this is like you know the biggest real yeah. real uh i guess we should just be thankful it's not like 10 degrees colder and yeah and, well uh, i mean i mean i wish it was <laughs> i mean then i'd be out the whole week <laughs> You know, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, got to look at these things. I mean, you know, I mean, canceling things makes my job really hard at, at the high school. But today was today's like the day. Like, if we were ever going to cancel in the entire winter, today is the day. It's like I have nothing. Like, like I have one game that mm. middle school level. Nothing on the nothing on the varsity or JV side. It's fantastic. But apparently, there's uh this coming in. Um, Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, look at that. Friends School of Baltimore. You, you're going to hear it here first. Oh, okay. I'm probably not allowed to do Break this. It out <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. There will be no after-school activities, but oh. we are staying open all day. Oh, you're staying open all day. School will Tough remain in session, but no afternoon activities. Probably the right call, I guess, based on what's allegedly going to happen. Based on what everybody else said. See, I... See, I always base on what everybody else does. Like if Baltimore County, I get it with the buses and stuff, but that means to me they don't want people driving like when school ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then schools around you start doing it. It's like, oh, okay. So interesting. So uh, be safe out there today, yeah. apparently. Yeah. 
The roads will be clear because all the schools are closing early. So that's cool. Um, you know. Did hey. you want to run through a picks recap here? Yeah, let's do, do that. that. Well, let's do that. Before we check in with Femi. Um, where where are my picks here? Um, so once again, uh, it was a good. It, it was uh, it was it was. I had a good week. Good for you. I did. You know, I had a good week. I I I was fading a little bit, but I got myself back into it. Um, you know, if you remember the way we do this, uh, there's there's a little bit of of cash at the top of the table, where right now, ahead of the table is John Keller. He's having a. He's, he's having, on a heater. He may, he's he on may, a heater. He may he may get the daily double. <laughs> Because John Keller, by the way, won the bowl contest run by Glenn Clark. That's I mean, yeah, that, John that's Little a, Rock. Uh, that's a that's a nice. He's, chunk dial, of he's dialed in right now. That's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. That one. I mean, there were like forty five people. Yeah. I suck at it. I'm terrible. And once once I get behind, I just start picking upsets to see if I can get back into it. I was I was because I won it last year, and so I started off pretty cold. But then I picked up dur- during that week of like Christmas is when I pick it up when I start when I start seeing yeah. seeing seeing things real well in the, yeah. in the, in the college yeah. fo- college yeah. football bowls. I was so far behind. I picked and every then, every underdog, but but John went thirty and thirteen in that. That's really good. Yeah, I hope he I hope he bet it. I hope he if bet he him just straight picked, up. Yeah, if he just took every just take every took. like every thirty and and like every one and just bet him straight up. Yeah, he probably got. I mean. But that's a that's a good contest to win. This isn't as good. This is this is this is for pride. Is, but but John now the, has the point he, of this contest is to not lose. So he was seven and two last week and vaulted himself in the first place. Uh, Glenn Clark, uh, you know, he's treading water. He was above five hundred. He's one game back. Andrew Stetka. We we couldn't have been more complimentary this year to Mister Stetka. Stetka went back to reality a little bit. And he is now three games back because he yeah. went two and seven. And so Glenn said, was saying the rule is that Stecka needs to win in order to in order to get out of the league because he didn't want to play this year after right. losing last year. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a weird bit. I don't understand it. I mean, you're part of the group, Stecka. You know you're part of the group. That means you have to participate in the group, no matter what. He got out of the fantasy football league, dropped out of all these things. Like you got to you got to do it. I know you're in Arizona. Shouldn't change anything. Tied with Mr. Stetka after going six and three is me. Three games back as well. So you're live. I got three games. There's thir- we we calculate this. There's thirteen games left to pick. Right? We got six. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Four, two, one. That's thirteen, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's there's only thirteen games left. But I'm only three behind. So it's not bad. One game behind me is you got uh Mr. Proctor. Ryan Shell uh, had a had, good week. Had a good week, seven and two as well. Uh, Nick Kelly take a little step back, but you know, still only five games back in striking distance, tied with Mister Shell. Kyle Oddenheimer, yeah, you, you're at the uh, you're at the need a miracle to win it, but you're also not you're just about out of the woods. It would it would be historically bad and historically good from Griff. Yeah, it would. It would be really you know, nice. But, if, uh... but Kyle's seven back. Paul Valley is nine back. Griff is 19 back. Now, the good news is that Jeremy Kahn, who, you know, thought he's better than he was. Let's call it what it is. Good friend of mine, but yeah, no, I get it. I mean, 
it's easy when he gets to pick his own games. Right, yeah. You know, he's, he's, the, he's him, the best. Yeah. He's the best. If you know, we had told him make, pick nine games. He would go he would go eight and one, seven and two, nine and oh every week. Every week. But because he has to pick the games that we give him, he's gonna be doing this dance thing, he's gonna be drinking and eating a bunch of stuff. He doesn't want to drink and eat. Um but it is what it is. But and I'm, th- and I'm thankful for him. I'm very he is. And, and and Griff, out of the kindness of your heart, you should probably do the dance with him. But uh, that's yeah. that's just me. well, that's just me. But you're probably right. I you know Paul Valley is the closest to Griff in our pick contest. I need Paul to just fall you asleep need, at the wheel. You need Paul to, to literally not pick. Yeah, the rest of the way. Yeah. And and to be quite frank, and nothing against you. Well, it still may not help because nah. that means you would still have to go about ten and three, four and nine. Yeah, or I need him. No, you need him to go. You need him to go zero and thirteen. Yeah, and you need to go four and nine. I would need to go, or yeah, nine and four. Nine and four. Yeah, nine yeah. and four. Because there is a ten game differential between the two of you, where Griff, sadly, I must say, as I've done these many, many years. We'll be going to a Creed concert. Now we still haven't established. I, I, I am of, of the opinion that you're a closet Creed fan. I'm not. I don't I'm, trust I'm, me. I'm. I'm. I. I mean, I I'm going to try to find I a way think, to. I I'm going to try to find a silver I, lining to this. I but think I, it's Glenn's, not. Glenn's going to be disappointed in this because you're going to enjoy it more than you thought you were going to. <laughs> Where are you getting the sense that I'm a closeted? Creed I don't know. Fan? I don't know because you really haven't fought all year about this and been upset. Well, because about it. I because I've been so like I've had this bad you know this this uh, this twisted sense that I was gonna somehow find a way to uh, to, to dig yeah. myself out of this. So mm-hmm. I was I didn't want to I didn't want to groan about it. Um, but yeah, I mean now it's gonna be time to. It's it's you know I mean, so I have to pay my I have to pay for my own Creed ticket. Yes, you have to film yourself there. Oh my god, this is good. When are they even here? I are not, that I don't know. That that I don't know. I don't. I don't even know where they are near here. I don't know if they're coming close. Maybe, what if they canceled their tour? That'd be that'd be just be a shame. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that. A show my son was gonna go to in New York just he just got a message that was canceled. Hmm. It kind of sucks. Bringing lots of people in. Creed is back. Where 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 are they? You don't have to like go to Hershey to see him, do you? That I, I um that may end up being the case. Oh no, <laughs> that's even worse. Well, there you go. So here's the silver lining: you 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 spend the weekend in Hershey. Spend the whole weekend there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. worst place to be on earth. Uh, they're in. Uh, there's a there's a Maryland Heights in Missouri. I didn't know that. Sure. Why not? Burgett's Burgettstown, PA. That's the that's the closest one I'm seeing so far. Where's Burgettstown, PA? Couldn't tell you. Never heard of it. Burgettes, Burgettes. Couldn't tell you. Minnesota, New Hampshire. Oh, now okay, they're in Hershey in August. They, they are in Hershey in August on August 23rd. August 23rd in Hershey. Yeah. Wow, they're not they're not coming anywhere near here. Yeah, that's I believe that's the closest. No DC, no uh, no 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 Maryland or, or Columbia or anything like that. Is it is it like midweek at Hershey? Uh, what would the twenty third be? The twenty third of August would be. I, 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 don't know. To, I know I'm just gonna pull up the calendar here. Gosh, I gotta make plans eight months ahead of time because of this. It's a Friday night. There ah, you go. Ah, beautiful. It's a Friday night. I mean, look, there there you know. 
I think you can make a weekend out of it. I I I I, I truly do. I think you can make a weekend out of it. Um. So you know it's Hershey. No, because the park will probably be packed because it'll be what like the last week before school, so all the kids will be at Hershey. But sports park. have started, at least for Maryland yeah. sports. So all the sports have started. Yeah, you know? we'll see. I I mean, yeah, I'm gonna have to try to find a way to 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 to, to, to make a silver lining to to this somehow. Um, did we want to go game by game? I guess I guess we didn't we didn't really need to. The, I mean, I mean, look, we we could do that. Uh, what's what you want? Washington, yeah, Washington, Michigan. Uh, we were very split on this one. I, me, myself, and Glenn were on Washington. Uh, you were on Washington along I with was. John Proctor. Uh, Ryan and Andrew Stecka also on the Huskies, and uh, you know it. It you know there were a couple instances where it felt like they they were going to be in it. You know, like they like they, but I mean, whenever he kept missing a Dunze, I don't know why he he, he missed Penix missed a Dunze a couple times. A couple times. Why? Um, and and I, there were times where he didn't even look his way, which well, confused. Well, I mean, I mean, the pass rush was was yes, was yeah, yeah, but Michigan. but but there were a couple that he needed to hit that were wide open, and and they just and those that difference. My thing is, I mean, I was playing the points here. I, I I thought Michigan was the better team. I thought that they would probably win the game. Um, to me, like I said at the beginning, could Washington stop the run? The big answer was no, they couldn't. Um, and that, that was it. And, and like you said, we were split and four and a half is a lot to, to give in a national championship game. Um, the next game was the, the win in your in game between yes. Houston and Indianapolis. Ended up being an AFC South championship. Yeah, well, it did. Because ended up, it yes. ended up. Um, only Stetka and Jeremy Kahn dipped their toe in the Indianapolis Colt bucket. And and, uh, and, and then Tyler Goodson uh, had it, and, well, I guess we, they still would have had to go and score, but... It's an idiotic... It's an idiotic... It's a great play call. The pass was bad. The catch was bad. Yeah. The personnel was bad. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. Didn't... I'm sorry. Goodson may be a wonderful player at some point. He hasn't been involved except for one game the entire year. You have Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss, who have both been really, really good this year. You need a yard. If you would have called the same play with Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor catch the ball. I also would have run either one of those hammerheads up the middle and gotten the first down because that's all that play was designed to do. That play was not designed to score a touchdown. The play was designed to get the first down. So, yes, you can say it was a good play call because it was open. I don't like the personnel. If I'm going to go down, you know, I'm going down. I'm going down with my best. It it would sort of be to me like Ravens need to score. Last play of the game on the goal line, and they hand the ball for his first touch of the game to Dalvin Cook instead of Gus, who's yeah. healthy, being on the sideline. Like if you're going to hand it off, if that's the play call, that's fine. I don't got a problem with the play call. I got a problem with your personnel. And that was my problem there. It's like we're 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 putting our season on the line with a kid that hasn't had a catch all game, hasn't had a rush all game, and all year had six catches and all year had sixteen touches, hadn't had a touch in the football game. There's a minute left. We've decided, oh, again, smartest man in the room syndrome, we're gonna fool everybody. But Yeah. That's fine. Uh, this was ill-timing on my part because right? we do have to talk to Femi Ayambadejo uh, here. So do you want to remind everyone about the new press box? I do. Uh, the annual best of issue of press box is available right now. 
celebrating the Orioles as the team of the year and manager Brandon Hyde as our Mo Gabba sports person of the year. Inside the issue, we celebrate the top people, performances, and moments of the last 12 months in local sports. Pick up the best of issue at your neighborhood Royal Farms or at any of the hundred locations around town where you'll find press box or read the entire thing over at pressboxonline.com. Um, I've still have never made the press the, the best of. I, I'm still waiting to be named best high school uh, coach, but I, I have yet to ever been approached uh, for it, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I have a couple years left of coaching. Yeah, Maybe we'll talk to Stan about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've won championships. Still, was never considered. You know, never considered. Don't go to a high enough uh, prestigious school, I guess. Are we good? Yes. So we're gonna go to our next guest. He is always uh, on with us on Project Game Day. Former Raven, Femi Ayabadejo. Good morning, sir. How are you today? What's up, Ken? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, real quick, nutshell. I know it was a meaningless game, but what did you think of uh, any outtakes from the the Raven Steelers from from Saturday? Well, I just like the idea that, and this is going to sound counterintuitive, but let me get my tarot cards and my astrology book out for this one. So, uh, the the things that I've been hearing, and we talked about this with Glenn and Rita as well, is that. Everyone has this PTSD around 2019 and this rust versus uh, this rust rest versus rust concept. And had the Ravens beat Pittsburgh, it'd been like, oh, it's 2019 all over again. So the fact that they lost the game, 2019 is done. It's over. It, it has nothing to do with the current state of affairs. Different guys, different teams, different people. Yes, there's some carryover in staff and front office folks. But the bottom line is, I think this team is a better team one through 53 in regard to who's going to be active uh, and available for the divisional round game. So in regard to the outcome, I, I, I always find a silver lining. That's just who I am. I'm an optimist by, by, by person. Just who I am. And so I like the idea that um, people are, they might still talk about the rust first rest thing. Um, but I feel like the fact that the similarities have already been broken, that's a good start. Secondarily, I'm really excited about uh, the fact that the Chiefs um, and the Bills, uh, that's, that's who's playing. They, they're playing each other, correct, this weekend. That's right. Yeah, Chiefs and Bills are playing each other. Chiefs are hosting Miami. Oh, Chiefs are hosting Miami. Okay, so who's the Bills, who's the Bills have this The weekend? Steelers. The Steelers. The Steelers, that's right, okay, because the number 70, that's correct. So – what I, what I basically like, though, is that the way that this is set up is that um, I love to see the Bills in the AFC Championship game. I actually think they're the biggest threat. That was the point I was trying to make. Now, if the, if the, if the Steelers can find a way to beat the Bills, man, what I love for so many selfish reasons for Pittsburgh to come back here, mm. because I'm really sick of what Pittsburgh fans have spun this season into yep. in regard to who the king of the North in the North is and you know, the Steelers have the Ravens number. I know that this rivalry is cyclical. I know records don't always matter, but circumstances do matter. And people have this, these, uh, these yellow lenses on when they look at the matchup between the Steelers and the Ravens. And I think the Ravens are so good at finding petty things to motivate them that if they end up facing the Steelers, which I think is a long shot, um, it would be amazing to have them come here. 
Now, what could end up happening, obviously, is you have Houston and Cleveland. And um, I, I had this feeling that it was going to be uh, Cleveland and Baltimore here at some point. Now, if we get that next week, I'm okay. I'm fine with that as well. Um, I'm not worried. I mean, all these teams are good. But when I look at the matchup, I love the fact that the Bills are on the other side of the bracket. And that's my long way of saying, my long-winded way of saying, I like the way that the table set up in regard to the playoffs in the AFC. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, the rest versus rust in the 2019 thing, I, I like how you say it. Am I, anybody that, that wants to argue the rest versus rust, I just say TJ Watt to you and – it's over. Exactly. I mean that. That's it. I mean, yeah. if 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 it was if the shoe was on the other foot and one of the the stars that you rely upon for the Ravens got injured in a meaningless game, I, I looked to Miami the week before with Chubb. Why is he in a game that's a thirty point blowout with four minutes left after you already took your your starters on offense out? I I I I never. I, I'm look. I. I think that this team, and I agree with you, because of the personnel changes, especially at the coordinator positions, um, offensively and defensively, it's completely different. These coordinators have proven to me that they are not only able, but they are willing to make changes in-game, on the fly, not wait till halftime, and they have the ability to do that. So I, I don't... None of that matters to me anymore. Um, that That's water under the bridge. It's something that happened. It's something that will be part of their history. But they can move all, all off of all that this year. They've been the best team in football, and it hasn't been close because of the way they've beaten supposedly the other best teams in football. You You went to the best team in football's house, destroyed them. You had the best offense in the in the AFC come to your your house. You destroyed them. You've beaten almost every division winner. Um, you've beaten I don't know what it is like seven of the fourteen playoff teams you've beaten this year. This is a tested team. I don't I don't want to hear any of that. I I agree with you. I don't want to yeah. hear any of that anymore. It, it is what it is. Let's see how it happens in two weeks and who's here. Um, I agree with you. I think it's whoever wins Houston. Um, uh, Cleveland, I think they come. I don't see how the Steelers um, will be able to to go to Buffalo. Buffalo is playing too well unless Josh Allen, again, has three turnovers and Pittsburgh plays a clean game. And I think Miami's done. I, I, I don't think Kansas City is a world beater this year, but Miami's just done to me. Yeah, um, I I think that this in, – in we, if we chronologically think about the way that we – uh, spoke during our podcast post game. The Ravens have incrementally every week gotten better. It hasn't no. been a straight line because most no. improvements are not a straight line, right? They deviate, they move, you know, you move two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, a step back. They have grown on the fly and they have, they have, they have been improving um, while on the train and laying track in front of the train as it moves, which is what you have to do during the season. Whoever can make the adjustments on the fly while the train is moving, laying track and making all the adjustments, bending through valleys and curves and all the different things that happen. The Ravens have done it better than anybody this year. And unfortunately, Coach Harbaugh is probably not going to get Coach of the Year. But if you think about what they dealt with um, in the offseason last year, think about the end of the Cincinnati game to where we are right now. The psychology of it, the emotional roller coaster of it, the changes that needed to be made. 
the players that needed to be brought in, the injuries that they've dealt with, they have done uh, a master class in preparation, uh, stoicness, and just really just trusting the process. I hate to be cliche, but the Ravens have done it better than anybody this year. Now, I'm sure that um, the coach in Houston probably deserves coach of the year. Uh, you know, um, there's probably some other candidates out there that I'm probably you know not, not mentioning right now off the top of my head, but um, because the Ravens were expected to be an upper echelon team, so for them to be there, you're probably not going to give uh, Coach Harbaugh an award for that. And Eric DaCosta, if you think of the moves that he made and the people that he brought in, the foresight that he had, I don't think we all loved everything early on because we just didn't know what it meant. But when you look statistically. The first team ever to what lowest to lead the lead the league in points allowed, turnovers, and what was the third category? Points per game, yeah. points per game, turnovers, and um, oh, I'm forgetting one of the categories. Turnovers, points allowed. Sacks. What's sex. the other one? Yeah, sacks. I think it was sacks. Sex. Thank you. That's the one. That's the one. No team has ever done that before. So, and, and that's a testament to the, the quality of the coaching staff and Chuck Smith coming in. Uh, to help these guys with their pass rush. Um, Adafi Owe, and he's been a little bit banged up, has probably had his best season in regard to just his grade out on PFF and his effectiveness. Um, Kyle Van Oy, you know, I mean, there's so many guys that we could talk about in regard to guys that were, you know, basically kind of veterans that nobody was pounding the table to go, to go get. And they're able to be like, oh, we got a spot for you. We got a spot for you, and we got a spot for you, too. Um, and then you think about the emergence of Kyle Hamilton and what he's done. Uh, you think about the, the combination of Roquan and PQ. I mean, I can't say enough about this defense. I mean, and we know what Lamar's done. Lamar is just a straight savage. It, you know, watching him on the sideline, watching him, you know, he should, the term locked in should just be his. He should just own that term because he's yeah. just locked in. Yep. Nothing matters. It's just about a Super Bowl for him. And guys get all giddy. He's like, hey, you know, calm your blanks down. And we got work to do still. Like, you know, like I'm watching him do that and check his guys and his guys listening, doing it, you know, in a way, though, that he, it's commanding, but it's right. And guys knew that, and they, they locked right back in. And I love that about Lamar. And I think he's always had it in him. But when you're a young guy in a room with a bunch of grown men and veterans, you know that you're there to be seen and not heard. But Lamar now is a veteran. I know he's only, what, 27? I think he just, he just turned 27 or did he just turned 28. I think he just turned 27, actually, right? Is that right? Yes, just turned 27. I think he just turned 27. Can you believe that? Lamar just turned 27. That is insane to me. To think about what he's done, the records he's broken, throwing, running, converting, all of it. And so when I just look at the totality of the growth of this team, I'm just so impressed. And, and let's be real. Like, I've really stopped critiquing, and I've just been – happy to be along for the ride and very complimentary because like I said, earlier on in the year, we were very critical about certain things that we saw that could cause them to lose important games. Well, guess what? They made all those corrections. So now, you know, I'm just going to sit back and be quiet and just and go along for the ride. As long as there's NFL games being played, the Ravens need to be in that game. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? That's divisional ASC, NFC championship week, and then the Super Bowl. I think they have the skill, the ability the mental toughness, the, the resilience. They've gone through all the fire to do it. Um, I'm just excited, uh, Ken. I really am. I'm just really excited for this postseason. And uh, there's nothing like postseason football. There just, just, just is, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm i excited. Um, you know, th this 
This is the most confident I've ever been with the Ravens going into the playoffs. I'll be really honest. Just because of, like you said, their improvement during the year. And and I know you're sitting down, so I'm going to say something to you. Harbaugh should Oh, you want to get Coach Harbaugh compliment? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two things. One, Harbaugh should be Coach of the Year. Two, from the Pittsburgh game, something, something changed in Harbaugh or the coaching staff after the Pittsburgh game, the first loss. They they have gotten that balance of analytics and reality right the rest of the year. Okay? Do we all agree on everything he does? Do I still think he's a great game manager? I don't. But he's improved this year more than I've seen in any other year. And I don't know if that's because of the coordinators that he has now around him um, who are able to make better and quicker adjustments in the season. Roman was good for what he was good for, but adjusting wasn't one of them. Um, there was no plan B with with Roman's offense. Wink is a tremendous defensive coordinator, but it's a one-trick pony. You know what you're doing. You know what you're getting. You know you're getting pressure and pressure and pressure. Uh, and the bend don't break type thing. These two coordinators have done such a good job of mixing things up and being able to change within the game within the game without getting to halftime or or something like that. That it's really helped the help. It's 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 made Harbaugh a better coach this year. So there, whatever whatever I say about wow. Harbaugh, I stick to it. But that's that's my that that's my thing with Harbaugh this year. He has improved since the Steeler game. I've noticed a change in him, um, and, and say, hey, we don't we don't have to always be aggressive. We can we have this really good defense. We have Lamar. When we get the ball back, we'll score next time. We don't always have to go for it on fourth and one. So I, I just think that there's been some more trust um, within himself as this year has gone on. So what will it take for you to – so so you you admit he's a good coach, right? You're on the same page. You admit that he's a Hall of Famer, correct? I, I've always have. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay, you always have. Your only issue is the in-game management. Correct. That's the only, that's I think sometimes people like, – I think that's the issue is, is that like people hear your critique and they just think you don't think he's a good coach. No, that's not no, the no, case, no. actually. No, think, and I've never yeah, – I'm, I'm just saying this for the – I'm just saying this for the – Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. sometimes – you know, people run with that narrative, and I don't think that's ever what you've ever actually said. No. Just, you know, I'm actually defending you right now. <laughs> uh-huh. It doesn't sound like it, but I am. Because I'm, I'm saying it's a nuanced point that you make. You just, your, your biggest issue, and I think I even made a statement, like, uh, where was the, it was the game where Lamar clearly had a first down. It was the challenge. Somebody said, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, someone said that, that, he, that he didn't have someone upstairs, that he didn't have the first down, so Coach Harbaugh said that he didn't challenge it, and then he said that, like, from our angle, it didn't like a first down, where everybody that watched the game thought it was a first down. Right. But then there was something that they did challenge that they shouldn't have challenged because you can't challenge it in the cost of the timeout, right? Right. Like that happened, right. Yeah. and we all kind of lost our minds momentarily, but I think the reality of it is is that we expect perfection from NFL staff. And when I say NFL staff, I mean, uh, or let me say this, NFL staff and players, front office, coaches, and players on the field. The truth of the matter is that you guys watch, we, we, we all watch games every Sunday. 
from high school on Friday night to college on Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening to Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening and Monday and Thursday. They make the, the mistakes happen at every level. And they're kind of the same mistakes, to be honest, right? Uh, penalties, right? Drop passes, uh, you know, fumbles, not tucking the ball away. You know, the truth of the matter is that at every level, the team that wins usually is the team that makes the least amount of mistakes. Not, not the explosive plays, not the, the eye-popping plays. No, that, those aren't the things that, that win. It's continuity, consistency, discipline. Those are the things that, that help you win football games. And I think that the Ravens organizationally are at the upper echelon of execution, discipline, and uh, culture. And if you think about this, um, I believe that since the inception of the Ravens, they are the third winningest team in the NFL since their inception. I'm I'm almost positive about that. I read this statistic not that long ago. A lot of people don't know that. They know the Ravens are tough. They know the Ravens are good. But since they've been in existence, they have a top three record in the NFL. They have one of the largest home field advantages in the NFL as well since their inception. And I think that people give that idea lip service from a qualitative perspective, but when you dig into the numbers, damn, I'm proud of this organization. I'm so proud to be a Raven. And every guy that I've played with, including my brother, no matter where they've been, they always say, I'm a Raven. They don't care about the other teams. They don't mention the other teams. And this has, and, and, my, and my point for bringing all this up is that I feel like the Ravens' way this year is, is so indicative and representative of just who who we are as an organization and that really makes me proud and so the more i think macro like telescopically like big picture um we're spoiled as fans and as former players like speaking to myself and other players we always want them to do well um to see them match our expectations i promise you former players have higher expectations than anybody on the planet in regard to their their team and i'm saying guys that represent the ravens um, and so for them to exceed, match, and do all that, hey, I'm, like I said, okay, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. I'm just strapped in along for the ride. I'm excited to see what happens, you know, two weeks from now when the Ravens actually strap it up to their next game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let me, let, let's look real quick. I know we talk so much about the Ravens and, and who they could play. Take me to the other side uh, of it, the NFC. I know we got the, the 49ers are, are the top seed, but um, I really, you know – I think they win. They win the NFC. But who's the one team that you would be kind of looking to that could upset them along the way? You know, oddly, I'm going to say the Rams. Okay, there's I been think a lot the Rams of there's play been a, a brand. Of, yeah. yeah, I think the Rams, and I think the Lions too. It's unfortunate the Rams and the Lions got to play each other in the wild card game. I actually, man, I, I actually like the Rams. Um, and the Lions a lot. I, I, I'll take them over the Cowboys because cause the bottom line is, is that one of those three teams is going to have to go to San Francisco. Do I trust the Cowboys on the road in grass in San Francisco? I've already seen that movie. I know how that movie is. The Cowboys get their ass kicked like they always do when they play the Niners in San Francisco. Yeah, but there's a few exceptions historically, but in general, the Niners beat the Cowboys. And I think the Niners will beat the Cowboys again if, that, if, that, if, it, if it comes up. I don't think the Cowboys are tough enough. They're athletic enough. They're fast enough. They're a Ferrari, but the Niners are a Mustang. You know what I mean? They're not as fast, but they're bigger, thicker, and they got and they got just they got more power, and they have just, and they have enough speed to get it done. And so, um, 
I, I don't, I, a lot of people are, are loving the Cowboys right now because Cowboys fans are delusional. I'm sorry for any Cowboys fans that are out there, but you guys are all delusional. Um, Cowboys aren't going anywhere, in my opinion. I, I think Detroit and the Ram, or the Rams um, have a, and, I, and I'm not looking at the, 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 uh, the playoff uh, um, bracket right now to see exactly how it's going to turn out, who's going to end up where. But I would love to see the Rams or the Lions playing the Niners in the NFC Championship game. If that's possible, that's what I'd love to see. So that's, that's, my, that's my take on the NFC side. I don't see the Packers doing anything. No. I don't see Tampa doing anything. Um, yeah, maybe the Eagles uh, uh, Maybe the Eagles get their, their act together and, and figure it out, but, man, it's hard to think that's possible. Yeah. They've been on a downward. I, know, I've, kind of, Femi, know, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I mean, neither have I. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy, Ken? Literally, after they lost their third game in a row, I go, I've never seen a team go from being one of the best in the league yeah. to a complete enigma. I, I think it's like literally. And it's on both sides you know of I mean? it's, it's, it's on insane. both sides of the ball, which is really weird. Like offensively, all of a sudden they're a shell of themselves, and defensively they're giving up thirty one a game. I, I, I just it, it's so crazy. I mean, this team was ten and one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the, the Eagles' biggest issue on, on defense in the beginning was they couldn't get off the field on third down. That was always a bugaboo for them, and it got worse. And then on the offensive side, I just think they got exposed. They got predictable. You know, if you're not throwing the ball up to A.J. Brown or the Slim Reaper, um, you know, the tight end's nice, yeah, for sure. You know, they got a nice running back, but and they got a really good old line. Yeah. But they're, I feel like their play calling and the way they use Jalen, first of all, they ran him way too much. They exposed him way too much to way too many hits. He was already banged up. If you're still running QB power, you're still running QB draw. And what I do is, is when I think about this, let me go off on a tangent for, for a moment. There were a lot of people that were saying, Jalen Hurts, he's, he's out Lamaring Lamar. No, he's not. Jalen Hurts is not Lamar Jackson in, on any level. Yes, he's a bigger guy. He can do some, you know, some, some nice little uh, things at the goal line. But in general... Lamar has such a broader skill set. Lamar's a better thrower. He's a more accurate thrower. He's a better runner. He's got better uh, field vision. And I love Jalen. I'm not saying Jalen isn't a a top 10 quarterback in that upper echelon still. But when you look at um, what the the Eagles had done over the last two years until this kind of cratering, I mean, a lot of people were kind of saying, man, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, like they're doing what we thought the Ravens would do. They're doing. The Ravens had had to go through their own minefield with injuries and the different things. But man, uh, it's kind of amazing to see the rise of the Ravens after Lamar missing the last five games last year, losing that game they should have won against Cincinnati. The Eagles go to the Super Bowl. You know, Jalen had won, I don't know, 20 of 21 games at one point, and that seems like 10 years ago now. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, crazy to me. Yeah. yeah, it is. He is uh, Femi Ayamadeja. You can hear him along with the rest of the fun gang. Uh, Sarita, the NFL chick, Glenn Clark. Every once in a while, myself, Josh Charles, Project Game Day. Uh, no Project Game Day this week. We we should do something this week, though. After all the games are over, we should do get the gang together just to analyze what we watched. Uh, but other than that, you let me know. <laughs> well, that's a that's a Glenn thing. He's on he's on a boat somewhere. That's just me talking, having fun. Uh, Femi, thanks so much for for joining us today, buddy. And uh, I'll talk to you real soon. All right, thank you. There he is, Femi Ayambadejo from Raven, giving his analysis. So, it's been, we're flying today. We're flying today. By the way, 
speaking of Project Game Day, um, you know, Project Game Day will return in the divisional round of the playoff matchup. So one more one more week off. You let's see. Ravens get a buys, we get buys. Yeah. After the game, join Glenn, Rita, Femi, myself, Josh Charles, Andrew Steck, and the crew to discuss what went down. You can watch the show Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports or at YouTube.com slash Pressbox Online. Project Game Day is brought to you by AJ Michaels, Superbook Sports, and HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. By the way, um, speaking of Superbook, you can always go to Superbook right now. Okay. Super Wild Card Weekend. Big betting weekend, okay? Uh, use use Glenn Clark 23 when you sign up at Superbook, and you receive up to $250 in same-day first bet match. Win or lose, doesn't matter. Download Superbook app or visit Superbook.com. Take advantage of this great offer. We've been having so much fun. This is flying by. We yeah, probably have to take a we break. We do have to hit a break. Okay. And we'll finish <laughs> wrapping up picks, I guess, <laughs> recapping picks. We'll talk about Ken's NBA bets. I had great NBA bets last night. I made some money last night. Prop bets. I don't bet games. Props. All props. Okay. All right. There you go. Teach us how to do it. Yeah. When I'll, we come back. I'll try. When we come back, Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, Ravens fans. Looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at baltimore.org hotels. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. 
Jeremy Kahn here. The ultimate sports betting experience in Maryland is at the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbook. Join me at either location in Canton or in Towson and place your bets in person and be a part of the action. It's the best in-class sports wagering experience complete with the ultimate TV package, ensuring you can catch every game all day, every day. Their state-of-the-art facilities bring Las Vegas energy right here to Maryland just in time for postseason football. So visit the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbook in Canton and Towson and elevate your game day experience and hang out with me to bet, watch, and win at the Turtle. Make sure you're tuned in every Tuesday for Pressbox Fantasy Football Analyst Joe Serpico to get you ready for your Waiver Wire Wednesday, brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. And if you have other fantasies you want fulfilled, subscribe to Glenn and Jeremy Kahn's OnlyFans page at, wait, are people supposed to know about that? They're probably not supposed to know about it, but, you know, if, if you do, you do. Well, I guess the point is to know about it, so I they mean, can I mean, if, it, if it's your thing, it's your profit thing. Profit off of it. That's the... Um, you know, I, I want everybody, though, right after this, before the rain comes, okay? Because apparently it's the apocalypse today. Today, All the schools are closing early or canceling afternoon activities. So no, nobody has anything to do today. It, it's, it's over. But I want you to check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. They come in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. And I guarantee you, if you go there today, you probably won't have to wait. It's probably first come, first serve, real easy, because nobody's out. They're telling everybody to stay home. You know, hit the grocery stores because you know who knows what tomorrow may bring. I saw people, <clears throat> saw animals lining up two by two. You know, apparently this is real. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. By the way, my, my bets yesterday, so I did a I did a two pick parlay. I took Chet Holgram over his eighteen point eight. By the way, picking over on players playing against the Wizards, very profitable. Gotcha. So that's the way to go. But it's way. I also took Tyler Hero over twenty two points, twenty two point five points. Because uh, Jimmy Butler was out, so that yeah, helped. So, yeah, I then went over and took the hero again because I was very confident with the hero pick, and I put him in with Colin Sexton over seventeen point five points in a hot, what was supposed to be a high scoring game between the Jazz and the Bucks, which it was. One almost one fifty, almost two fifty scored in that game, and I went with the over of James Harden assists, which was at nine point five. Jeez, that seems like a high number. But he hit it easily. He hit it. He had ten. I sweated it out a little bit, but he had five, literally five in the first five minutes of the game, and I'm like, oh, this is great, and I had to sweat it out. But I did that in a round robin. If you don't know what round robins are, look into them. You should do them more. Do round robins. So do uh, so. What you had? You had six picks or five picks? How many picks? I, well, that, I did the round robin with three, so two okay, by three. So what a round robin basically does? It protects you. Instead of doing a straight parlay for three picks, if one of your picks loses but the other two win, you still probably cover your initial bet, so you don't lose. You'll win a gotcha. dollar or two. Yeah, things like that. But what I like to do is not only do the round robin like I did, but then I like to play the same three with another bet just as a straight parlay. 
That parlay was plus 620 on that hit. I had a good night. Yeah, you did. I had a good night. I had a good night. So I do parlays. I don't like, I don't do games. I really, I I like player props. I don't like, I don't like games, overs, unders. I'll do it every once in a while if I have a really good read on something. Like the, I don't know what the, the, I haven't looked at the line yet, but if the, if the line is under 52 for Rams, Lions, I would probably play the over. I could see a 30 to 24 game easy with that one. I don't know what the line is. At the moment over at Superbook, it is 51 and a half. See, I would play the over. Okay. I would feel pretty good about the over there. Um, if it got above 52, eh, you know. But but I'll play the over. But that is a game that I will probably do a same game prop bet. And you'll look at like Stafford's yards. And I'll look at Stafford's yards. Monroe St. Brown. And I'll probably do something like over two touchdowns from Stafford. Parlay it with over two touchdowns from Golf. Something with Puka. Probably the number of catches versus yards. Amon St. Brown's yards, things like that. Like those four together, probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of plus 600. And I'll do that as a round robin. Gotcha. So if one of them doesn't hit, I'm protected. I probably win two of the four. So. All right. Cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Smart. You know, have fun. Have fun with it. But, you know. Um, By the way, What's Stan got going this week? Stan has, uh, so Stan's been feeling a little under the weather. That's why we, were, we ended up not doing a show yesterday, obviously. Stan hasn't sounded too good, but he's uh, he's hopeful he's getting better, and uh, he should be in here uh, later in the second half of the week, and, and we'll hear from him again. But uh, yesterday he was on with uh, with uh, with Ross Grimsley and Luke Jackson as they uh, talked a little Orioles, if you're craving some Orioles during this Ravens bye week as they uh, talked about what moves they'd like to see the Orioles make uh, before spring training, because spring training uh, is going to be right around the corner before we know it. It's about, I guess, like six weeks away. Um, the last week of February is when uh, when they'll get things started down there in, in Sarasota. So uh, so if you're good, good conversation there between Ross, Luke, and Stan talking some Orioles and uh, and what else they need to get done before before spring training starts. I would say some starting pitching would be nice. It would be. It would be nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess offensively they they're pretty strong, but I, I, you know, definitely, uh, you know, the Dil- st- while Dylan C still still is out there. I mean, it's he hard is. Not to he's out there. He's the one out. Talk there. about that one. Yeah, yeah. I, offensively, I don't think they need to do anything. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they're bring- if everybody's coming back, which it seems like they are. I mean, I they still yeah, have some. It's like, are you worried about what replacing Adam Fraser? I guess like that's the. Yes. And you. I think they got I a couple. Think they got some, some, some young, some they yeah. You know what? It's going to be so much fun in spring training this year. I don't watch a lot of spring training. I'm going to watch a lot of it because these we know these names now. Like we know them all. Like, yeah. Like like we know Nate. We know right now. Frazier's not coming back. Okay? We know the entire or, time. Ortiz, lineup. Bayo, and Norby. Which one? Which one is going to make the team? Because one of those guys got to make the team. Yeah. They, I mean, you know, Westberg is is the second baseman. Who's going to be a shortstop? Is how they come out? Yeah. Come 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 north if he's. I mean, he's tearing it up. Henderson, Henderson, Holiday, and Westberg. I, that that's that's like seven to ten years. You're done. Yeah, like you're done. Don't need anything else. Crazy. 
You can find that video at uh, youtube.com slash pressboxonline slash videos under the videos tab on the Pressbox uh, Sports YouTube page. Stan, Ross, and Luke talking Orioles. Yeah. You know, like you said, Stan will be here at some point this week. If not, you have to deal with me. Yeah, you're st- we're stuck with KZ. <laughs> you're stuck, stuck with KZ all week. You're stuck, you're stuck with KZ. Hey, you know, you know, if we're not doing this for a while, let's get back... Uh, Let's get back to these picks. Yes. We, so we, I think we last talked about, you know, Indy blowing it against Houston in Lucas Oil. So now the Texans get to host a playoff game thanks to the Jags. We did not pick the Jags game, um, but the Jags, they couldn't, they could not beat the Titans. So, so the, so the Houston is uh, the AFC. It became a default uh, AFC South championship game. They did. Um, they're a fun young team and they've dealt with their injuries too. I mean, Tank, Tank Dell. Dell is a huge injury for them this year. But if I'm going into next year with the Houston, however far they go, I feel good. I got my quarterback. I got two stud young wide receivers. <coughs> Singleton looked really good this year. Singletary. Yes. Singletary, sorry. Um, they, I mean, they still have Pierce. Pierce looked great the year before. Right. Tight end. You know, probably, you know, Schultz was in and out of the lineup, a little bit banged up. Brevin Jordan didn't look bad. Improve that offensive line a little bit more. Add a couple of pieces on defense because defense got better and better as the year went on. Hey, they could be a problem in years to come. It was going to be my one of my tidbits, uh, but it was D'Amico and uh, and C.J. Stroud became the first ever duo, uh, rookie duo, rookie quarterback and rookie head coach duo to win their division. First time that's ever happened in the NFL. You don't believe it? We didn't win the division with Harbs and Flacco. Um, I don't believe so. Did Went we? to the playoffs. Yeah, won the Super Bowl. They uh, not they no, win no. the Super the, the AFC championship. AFC right? Yeah, I th- I, that was as a wild card, I believe. Okay, yeah. could be. Yeah, probably. Maybe it was the playoffs, the thing. But win the division is. I did say ever a Super Bowl era, so Super since Bowl. in the Super Bowl era, first the, rookie head coach quarterback duo. The next game, for some reason, we had like people, including you, taking Carolina. Uh, Carolina, I mean, if DJ Chark, if the if the stupid fumble, uh, you know, that's through the true. end zone, that's DJ true. Chark, yeah, it scores a touchdown there. Yeah, didn't they? Wasn't there another? I mean, I wasn't paying close attention because it's the Panthers and the Bucks, but mm. yeah, wasn't there? I thought there was another instance where Carolina could have scored. And and did they miss a field goal or something? I, 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 don't I can't know. remember. I don't but know. but Tampa covered the the four and a half. Ugly game. Ugly. Ugly. Holy Nine nothing. Cow. Just just ugly. Just just terrible to watch. Carolina should have had the only touchdown in this game. Should have. Good play by defense. Yeah, I, I guess. Trying to make a play. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they forced Did them you? to make a mistake. <laughs> and it's the Panthers, so they did. You know, then uh, Glenn tried to be cute in the next game. <laughs> I mean, I know what Jeremy's doing at this point. He's just he's just going against the public. But I, I don't know why Glenn tried to get cute here with with Minnesota and Detroit was only laying three and a half. And Minnes and Detroit came out and said we're playing our starters. Now in Detroit you're having a conversation because you could have you were trying to if both Philly, who did lose, and Dallas had lost, which they didn't. You could have finished with the number two seed, which is worth getting sometimes. But as it turned out, you wound up with the four seed, any of uh, the three seed anyway, and you won the game. You may have lost your stud tight end. Yeah, and that's you know, I'm not faulting 
him for doing it. Um, you know, those things happen. I guess it was worth the risk in the, in their eyes. Um, they they didn't want their players to to sit out, but um, but they you know in a game that was probably closer on the scoreboard than it was in reality. I never felt like Detroit was ever in danger right. in this game. Um, they kind of handled what was it wind up thirty to twenty. Yeah, I believe that. I believe yes, that was it. Was really thirty well. to twenty. Um, Minnesota has to figure out their quarterback situation in the off season. I think we like their weapons. Um, you know, you feel good with Hawkinson, Addison, and obviously Justin Jefferson as you as your wide receiver and tight end combo. You know, running back Chandler showed some things. Madison showed some things. Could they get an upgrade there? Sure, but big question is, and especially for fantasy purposes, who's the quarterback? Yeah, because it's he's not signed to your roster for next year right now. It's not Mullins. It's not going to be Dobbs. I don't think Kirk's a free agent. I don't know. I don't know. Um, next game, um, you know, we were kind of split on Chicago, and Chicago been playing so well. Um, offensively and defensively, but Green Bay needed the game. And Green Bay played like they needed the game, and Chicago was awful. Yeah, I know. I thought I was hoping, holding out hope that they'd put together a final drive there, and they just they just didn't. And yeah, the I mean, they kept Packers, on getting. They kept Packers on getting. What they had to do. They kept on getting to the forty-five, the Packers forty-five, and then they stalled every time. So, do you like Jordan Love? <sighs> it's kind of how I feel. I, I don't know because he's he's played well. He's played well in spots, and every time you're ready to say, "Yep, we're we're right," he's the guy, and he's going to be the guy there. He has a stinker. And and I don't know if it's because of injuries. They need a little bit of an upgrade. I, I don't know what they need. They need to be healthy, okay? Both of the running backs were injured this year at different parts, Dylan, Dylan and Jones. They could probably Dylan, – Dylan doesn't look like he's ever going to be the guy that they thought he was going to be. Jones is getting long in the tooth, but he's still yeah. productive. They could probably use some youth there. Reed looks like the real deal. Um, at wide receiver, Christian Watson can't stay healthy. I mean, we like, we like him when we see him. Um, I was disappointed in Dobbs this year. And Musgrove looks like a, a real deal when he's healthy at, at tight end. So they have some things there. Defensively, they need a brand-new secondary. They're like 28th in the league defensively, which is why I don't like them at all going to Dallas. Yeah. Like, you're 28th. You're, yeah, yeah, you're 28th <laughs> against the pass. I mean, they've been awful. Um. So I, I, I think they have some issues going forward. Um, speaking about an awful game, Seattle, Arizona, I don't know what the hell's going on there. I, I, I just Cardinals are, uh, I guess, as long as they've got Kyler Murray there, they, they might be pretty good. I, I don't know. Why, why are you trying and, to win? Why, why were you trying to win the game? Well, because Jonathan Gannon's got to get his culture in there. But, but – you're ruining your draft pick. I'm sorry. If I'm I think out, if well, I they have, don't they, have, they decided uh, they have their quarterback. Okay, but I uh, give me a better pick so I can either trade it or I can make something of it. They're still f- picking fourth overall. I know they are now because they wound up losing the game by one. But why are we giving effort? Yeah, I guess they could have. So they could have had the two pick. Right. If, uh, right. I, I just. I just. I just don't understand. I, I'm sorry. If the Ra- Ravens start out like zero and seven one year. And this won't happen. Just, just give me a pick. You're not making the playoffs. Just give me a pick. I don't want to pick in the in the twenties. Give me a top ten pick. We know what the roster is. Well, it's possible. I mean, what the 
quarterbacks could go one, two, three. So, um, quarterbacks should go one, two, three. Well, they will because of trades. I mean, Chicago's yeah. getting out of the one. Um, I mean, Harris. I'm sorry, Harrison. Will? Harrison's a generational talent at wide receiver. He is. He is. He just flat out. Yeah. Is. Um. So somebody want somebody who has a quarterback wants to take a quarterback up there, you know. If, you know, Washington's going to take a quarterback. Who's got the third pick? Uh, New England. New England's taking a quarterback for once in their lives. Take a quarterback. So it could go one, two, three. Whoever gets to the number one. And pick. The Cardinals could get Marvin Harrison there at four. Good. Good. So yeah. maybe 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 all th- everything will work out. Maybe. They they need help at wide receiver. Yes, they do. They do, because their top guy is never healthy. Um, which is why he's not in Baltimore. Dallas took care of Washington. I I, I didn't. You know, what, what are y'all doing? It was a road game for the Cowboys. What, what are you, what are you, it's you know, Washington. Maybe they would have rested up a little more, bit. More people to were on. All you people were on Washington. Look at how many of you. I One, thought Riverboat two, Ron was going to have a little five, more magic. Five of you on Washington. Yeah, I mean, I had to be on Washington. I don't know why everybody else was, honestly. <laughs> and then, yeah, you, you, your picks are different. <laughs> you know, again, Glenn trying to be the smartest guy in the room with the next game, Buffalo Miami. We just saw Miami. Like, they were here, and they got more injured, and Buffalo's playing great, and you're you're thinking you're thinking that Miami going to win that game? Come on. Speaking of Miami, just going out and getting uh, Justin Houston as of a couple minutes ago. Uh, to to I mean I guess at this point they kind of need bodies on the on the rush. Look, you need anybody, any veteran that has shown any type of juice at all. Might as well. You got you got no you have nobody because your replacements aren't getting it done. Um, so they need some help. You know, I mean, we saw Houston here. He can play. Yeah, you know, he can still play. So we'll. See. Guess he's he stayed in shape. I guess stayed in shape enough. Football shape. I mean, See if he does anything, how, how many we, what, did he play in the league this year at all? No, no, he hasn't been in the league I all year. Don't, I believe, I believe uh, he is not. Huh? Yeah. Well, so he better be in good shape. <laughs> better be in good shape. But um, and then the last game was was a bunch of us picked with our hearts. We knew, we knew the, we knew. The Ravens were. Oh, I'm sorry. He was with the Panthers until Week Eight. That's okay, until Week yes. Eight. Yeah. So, so he should yes. be in decent shape. Yeah. And then he got hurt, and then they released him halfway right, through December. Right. Yeah. Yes. My be, fault. He should be okay. And then a, a bunch of us took Baltimore. That's stupid. <laughs> we knew. Yeah, I know. Well, I thought that I convinced myself they were going to win. I convinced myself they were going to win as well, or or be close because Pittsburgh, and it was close. I mean, yeah. it was a, it was a one score game. I mean, be, call it what it is. Um, the Steelers made one play all day. Yeah, and that was it. And that's all they need to make, and that's fine. Was I still don't know what Marcus Williams is doing? What, what's he doing? So he was. I mean, what's yes. he doing? He was just moving to the right, I guess. When maybe, maybe, maybe Mason Rudolph looked him off real, real hard. I was My so defense. happy when they signed him. I've been very disappointed with Marcus Williams. Yeah. This I, this season, I know, last year he looked. He was. He. I know the injury. Really I know the injuries have. Have set him back, um, but I yeah, get, this season has been very disappointing for for Marcus Williams. So yeah. 
it would be nice if uh, if Kyle Hamilton is uh, this two, I guess, what essentially a three week rest for him, uh, does really 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 works out. Yeah, well, it's going to help everybody out. I mean, it's mm-hmm. going to. I mean, you know, Kyle Hamilton being being healthy again, and hopefully, as you know, having having you know three weeks off. Hey, it's got to help. Yeah, you know, it's um, yeah. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. To, I, I, it's just such a long wait because it seems. I mean, it really seems like it's a month because this week didn't matter. Yeah, it's just we just haven't had. We're not and, gonna have and, Ravens football to care about. And the, and the and 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 like Femi said, it's like it's such a different team. But twenty, it's like it, we all have it back of our head, little place where we want to get it away. And it's such a different team, such a different coaching staff, but. Still scary. Still scary. So for the week, just to recap, John Keller and uh, Ryan Schell. Yeah, Ryan Schell. Along with Kyle Odenheimer, led the way at 7-2. and two. Yours truly and Paul Valley were 6-3. and three. And low man on the totem pole was Andrew Stecka at 2-7. and seven. He went from first to tied with me for third. And whoever's doing this, is John from Little Rock doing this? It's John Proctor. John Proctor. He's done a great job. From You've done a great job. What's up with the formulas? Why why are we all under 50% all of a sudden? What are you doing? What are you doing? You can figure it out, John. Jeez. I mean, come on. I I was going to make this big thing how everybody, like if you had bet with us, most years, if you bet with us, you lose. Like, couple, like we got four or five of us over fifty five percent. I could go through and you know add the zeros in so everything goes back to it's normal. Okay. But it's John okay. gets mad at me whenever I touch. The I, I don't. I don't want anybody touched it. I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. But all of a sudden, like I, I, I came in today. I'm like I'm ninety two and a hundred. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> Lost thirty games this Lost week. Lost thirty games. Like what? The, what the hell is going on there? But if you've been along with us with our picks, you're in the money this year. Man, I think I would have like if I had just uh, if I had just gone against I guess every all of my all of my picks. If well, I just yeah. done the opposite all yeah, season, you'd win it. I'd be you'd be in first place. I don't think I'd be in first place. I think well, I you've had Stecka seven, or or no, like, John's you, had a good year. But you've had you have seventy six wins. Yeah. Well, so hold on, it would be like one sixteen minus twenty seven. I think is my actual loss counts. So how many wins would you have? I would have eighty nine wins. <laughs> Okay, but you okay. Well, so I'd still be like bad. I'd still that's still, real, that's really I'd still bad. be battling. <laughs> I'd still be battling it out. Uh, so so even if you've gone completely George Costanza and picked the opposite, I'd still be bottom three. You'd, still, fight you'd, with still, Paul and you'd Kyle. still be bottom three. That's how bad of a season you've had. <laughs> that really puts it in a nutshell, right there. Even if you've done exactly the opposite. Of every thought you I had, just can't do anything. There would be nothing. I just can't move. There'd right be nothing now. good about it. You just you need a new formula. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to pick games. I was bad last year, but I was like, you know, I just wasn't that bad. And uh, this year, it's just. I been, don't think. I don't. Fortunately, everybody was bad last. So there, year. there was. I've I've always been middle of the pack. I don't think I've ever won it. Except for the one year that Glenn and I were actually at the bottom of the table, but this is when there was only like five or six of us, so it was less I mean, less room for yeah less room for error. Yeah, and we had to go 
we had to go to the the Super Bowl game and we were playing head games with each other and I said to him, I said, I'm going to tell you, I don't lie. I don't. If I, I, I may be wrong, but if I tell you what I'm doing, I'm going to do it. And so I told him the entire time that I was taking Tampa. I think it was Tampa, Kansas City was the Super Bowl. Uh, was it the COVID year then? I don't know what or, year it was. Two but, or three years ago, four yeah. years ago. So I told him the whole time. And he's like, you're messing with me. I said, I'm not. I said, I'm telling you. Because if we pick the same, he lost. And I said, no, I'm telling you. And I was like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And he's like, oh, you're not doing it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I did exactly what I told him I was going to do. Pick Tampa. And he wound up the loser. <laughs> I was like, you know. He's like, damn. Because I did. I thought you were playing mind games. I said, I don't play mind games. So I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Good and job. If it's good, good enough, job. If it's good enough to do it, it's good enough to do it. Anything on TV tonight, or do we have to take a uh, break? Oh, yeah, we do need to take one more break, and then we will talk about okay. television tonight. Let's take our final break, because it's already 12.09, and we yeah. keep on talking, and you don't stop me. So Sorry. you're listening to yeah. Clark Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Jeremy Kahn. This postseason, bet in person at the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks with locations in Canton and in Towson and enjoy the best in-class sports wagering experience at their state-of-the-art facilities, bringing an unmatched sports betting thrill. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on. Where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Casas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of special Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasIn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels, heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. Come for a game, stay for everything else. 
Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at Baltimore.org slash hotels. Don't forget about Project Game Day after every Ravens game this season. It's kind of like this show, except Rita's also there, so I actually think it's pretty good. But hey, you're already here now, so why don't you go ahead and keep listening to GCR. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. We don't even have to read any ads. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. We, we've, we've done, done been so on top of well everything. with the ads that we don't have to read anything right now. So, what, what, what's on TV tonight? Uh, before we do that, I do want to get I want to get a quick tidbit in. Okay, tidbit. Okay yeah. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So I said that I did our CJ Stroud, D'Amico, Ryan's one. Um, hold on. I had a. Uh, I had a. Uh, this is when I you know should be prepared. I guess. Uh, our national champion won. Okay, so Michigan, of course, yes. won yesterday. They held all 14 of their opponents this season to under 25 points. The last team to hold, or so sorry, they held all 15 opponents because they, they did win, of course, uh, and held Washington under 25. Uh, the last time a team in FBS held 15 different opponents to under 25 points in a single season was... University of Miami. No, not Miami. <laughs> it would have been back in 1903... 1903? The last time this happened. Notre Dame. Not Notre Dame. Navy. Not, not Navy. Do you want to keep going? No. <laughs> the Minnesota Gophers. Oh, never would have gotten there. In 1903. 1903. Last time we saw a defense like Michigan's, I guess, is what, uh, sure. is what that tells us. Sure. Um, also, the uh, AFC North, of course, the first division uh, in, in NFL history. Well, okay, not NFL. Since 1935, the first time a division, all four uh, division members are over 500 in the AFC North. This season, Packers. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> very rare. Uh, very just very yeah, rare. Yeah, very AFC, rare. AFC North. Um, so this one, I yeah, I guess I'll do. I'll do this one for my quick question for you. So the uh, so this one actually came from JJ Zacharyson uh, on on. Uh, he does a bunch of fantasy stuff, yep. but uh, the he sent out a chart of the best, uh, the most improved team year over year in terms of offensive touch touchdowns per a game. Uh, this season, do you know who uh, would be the most improved uh, in terms of offensive touchdowns from 2022 to 2023? Houston Texans. Not the Houston Texans. They were top five. Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were number one. Wow. They were averaging under two, 1.94 touchdowns a game, offensive touchdowns a game last year. Was that bad? 3.12. Huh? And uh, that was the best difference, 1.18 difference. Do wow. you know who the worst would have been? So who regressed? Yes, who regressed the worst? Uh, Carolina Panthers. I mean, they were awful this yeah, year. Yeah, well, they were already pretty bad last I year. I know, so but they, they were really bad this uh, year. They did regress, but they did not regress the most. They were bottom four. Carolina was. I mean, they barely scored this year. Uh, let's see. <laughs> who was bad this year? Washington was bad. Arizona Cardinals, because they were bad. Uh, they were, they were better bad for a while. Arizona was. They were middle of the pack here. They oh. actually. Uh, they actually progressed. Really. They, they went. They they went from one point eight eight touchdowns to two oh six two point oh six touchdowns. A game. Okay, just give it to me. Uh, I want you to keep guessing. Give me one more guess. The worst offense. The worst offense year over year. I know that's that's. So th- think about Bears. think about who was good last year was bad this year. Not the Bears. Okay. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, that makes sense. See, but I don't. 
See, they were bad this year, but they weren't that bad. But they three, were probably so good last year. Three point four seven yeah. touchdowns a game last year. They were probably so good. Two point one eight. Yeah, two point one eight. Um and uh and then uh okay so rookie defensive tackles in the last twenty seasons with nine plus sacks this season Kobe Turner joined that list hmm. there have been only two other rookie defensive tackles with nine sacks their rookie season in the last twenty years wow I have no idea uh one of them is on his same team is on his same team it was on this it was on uh, Kobe Turner's team this t- yeah this team. Who's Kobe Turner play for? You don't know who Kobe Turner? He plays for the Rams. He plays for the Rams. Oh, uh, Donald. Aaron Donald, yes. In 2014, his rookie year, had nine sacks. Is he, is he a defensive end? Uh, he's a defensive tackle. Yeah. So that's why. So, so that's. And then the other one, uh, he was the second overall pick in 2010 and came away with nine sacks his rookie year. It would be Nadamakan Sue. Nadamakan Sue is the list that Kobe Turner joins this year. Aaron it's Donald. Impressive. Sue. That's yes. a, that's an impressive list. It is. It is. Okay, now we can get to uh we'll, we'll go to totally totally tubular. Um sports-wise, um not uh not a whole lot. The Maryland women are in action. They're taking on uh, Michigan State at 6 o'clock on the Big 10 network. Uh, uh Big 10 basketball also on Peacock. Uh, the men Indiana and Rutgers at 7, Purdue and Nebraska at 9. That's on Peacock. FS FS1 has Seton Hall Georgetown. Uh, and then New Mexico, UNLV, uh, all the other college basketball go to Glenn Clark Radio. Duke and Pitt play at nine. Um, uh, uh, otherwise, uh, the Oilers, Blackhawks will be on ESPN Plus at eight thirty. NBA TV has Grizzlies, Mavs at eight thirty, and then WWE NXT, uh, which I have to mention for Glenn, uh, is on uh, the USA Network at eight o'clock. Non-sports wise. Um, it was actually a pretty busy night. Uh, new episode of Fargo, the penultimate episode of Fargo on FX. Are you a Fargo guy, Ken? I don't watch anything but really sports. Oh, okay. Good for you. I, I, I really, it, it, once it, Ted Lasso went off, uh, I haven't found another that I'm, I'm, I watch. Pete Davidson's got a special coming out on Netflix today. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, the series premiere of Echo. This is like the so I've seen that I've seen this one. This, so I don't I don't know Marvel. Yeah, well, this is but uh, this seems weird to me. Yeah, it is weird. It's uh so this is Kingpin. I think it's the story of Kingpin. Um, and apparently th- there's not a lot of hope. They they don't think it's going to be very good actually, because they're doing they, Disney doesn't t- typically do this, but they're releasing all the episodes at once. And so I think their hope is that you know like everyone won't be oh. talking about it week by week over week. Because they don't think it's going to be very good. So they're doing the whole series. Yeah, like everything's can, dropping tonight. I can just binge watch it. Correct. How many episodes? I believe there's only five. That's not bad. Five or six. So an like hour. That. Yeah. They're an hour apiece? Um, I want to say they're a little less than an hour, but yes. Oh, so I can, I can knock this out. You could, yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it is uh, the season finale of my, of Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks in season with the Dolphins. Oh, well. got to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> got to watch it now. <laughs> After they fell apart. Um, uh, Fallon's going to have Kevin Hart and Josh Hutcherson tonight. Uh, Dua Lipa will be on Seth Meyers as, uh, as the late nights all return. Jody Foster will be on Kimmel. Um, I'm sure, I guess Kimmel was back last night. I guess he didn't really have any, didn't make any big rebuttals or something. Or, or didn't outside he do of his Twitter. Did, outside of his, did, uh, he, did he have a rebuttal I thought he had a, I thought he had a monologue. Oh, he did? I'm sure he did. I guess. I thought he, I, I, thought I he, didn't. I thought he kind of went Care to it. seek it out. I don't, I don't, I don't care either. Charles um, Barkley will be on Stephen Colbert tonight. He's entertaining. I like I like Charles. 
Uh, those are your non-sports highlights. Uh, so that, that that is all for totally tubular and tidbit and uh, and in our and uh, our Tuesday edition here of Glenn Clark Radio. So it sounds like NXT for me or no TV at all. <laughs> the, you got NBA TV. Uh, the the Mavs in uh, over there playing the Grizzlies. I guess no John Morant, so a little less to look for. They last too long. For. What is that? He lasts too long. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Torn labrum. Terrible. It is terrible. You're saying it like it's. You're almost saying it like. No, uh, it's terrible. Okay. Yeah, it is. I'm. I'm serious. He's okay. a great star. It's terrible. You don't like college basketball. You know what? I love. I college do. Basketball, lo- I, so love, I love my so, weeknights. So so I college love basketball. college basketball. I haven't gotten into it yet because I've just been. It's really difficult for me outside of the NFL when I'm yeah, doing fantasy yeah. stuff. So I really. I really haven't gotten into anything yet. This may be an opportunity for me to to get into it. Um, I, I'll probably seek out the Lady Terps tonight. I'm a big supporter of Miss Freeze and and her yes. program. Um, they played six, so it'd be nice a uh, nice early night as well. Good. Yeah. Are they at home or away? Uh, they. Good question. I think they're uh, they are away. They're admission. They're they're in East Lansing. Good. So it won't get canceled because of yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> Won't see pigs flying outside, no. <laughs> blowing in the wind. I swear, there goes two crocodiles right by our door. <laughs> Picking up. I guess we should get out of here so we can get out of there here. There you go. Uh, in, in one piece. I, I, I don't. I hope it's not bad. I hope. I really hope it's not bad. But I've never seen a rain forecast like this in my life in Baltimore. I mean, outside of a hurricane, yeah. outside of like it whether it's a hurricane, hurricane or tornado watch, I've never. People are canceling all the activities. Like everybody's canceling for rain. Yeah, it is. It seems a little. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go home and clear my gutters. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I, I, it's that. It's a. It's funny because if this were snow, I'd have no faith in it whatsoever because we always get the snow forecast wrong. Yeah. But because it's rain, I was like, eh, I guess it's gonna rain. <laughs> yeah, they can't get it wrong. It's just so what we rain. got? What we got coming up tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow we will check in with uh, PFF Gordon. Awesome. Yeah, been covering the Ravens all yeah. season for PFF. Talk yep. some NFL with him. Yes. Uh, and uh, our our buddy Joe Serpico will stop by as well. I uh, can't wait to talk Joe. Joe's a big Eagle guy. You let him know how his season ended five weeks ago, and I, I don't want to hear what the hell is going on. No, because I'm serious. I mean, they were they're the best team in football. Through eleven weeks, you were you were saying, "Oh, like they're short." Eagles are back. They're yeah. they're going to the Super Bowl again. They're revenge tour. They're going to win it this time. It's like, I mean, awful. The Giants had nothing to play for. Yeah, yeah, it was, and, and they barely beat them once, and then uh, couldn't couldn't do it yesterday. Or I keep saying yesterday, Sunday, Sunday. So. So, yeah, so that'll be uh, tomorrow on the program. Yeah. Big thank you today to uh, all of our sponsors, of course. Uh, Superbook, Pressbox, of course, Stan the Fan, uh, Project Game Day, Toyota Tacoma, as well as the Casas Inn, A.J. Michaels, um, uh, Guilford Hall Brewery, Royal Farms, Visit Baltimore, and, uh, and uh, yeah, all, all of our good friends, of course. Of yeah. course, Femi and, uh, and Rita will get, the, Absolutely. Uh, we'll get those also up, up on the... Uh, well, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to say, we'll get those up in... So the, leave me... Leave me you got to set me archives? Up. Yeah, well, yes. Archives? Is the archives? But I say, the, oh my God, it's so good tab. Okay. Didn't really hit today. Didn't really hit today. Sorry. I'll do better. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> 
It's tough. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I. I you know, it's not like riding a bicycle. <laughs> Takes me a little bit. We, we got there. We, we got, got there. there. Well, no, done. well done. Good show. It was, it was quick. We, it we, was. we got. We got till almost twelve thirty. I didn't think we were gonna get yeah. that long. Yeah, we did. Glenn was telling me, he goes, you only have to, you only have to do an hour and a half. I was like, why? why? Yeah. Easier today. Well, I guess we we had all the NFL to recap as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. tomorrow we have good guests and make fun of people and talk to Joe about his Eagles and what his fancy takes were from the year mm, and yeah. some of his best uh, and worst. The best some of his best of. and worst. Best best thing I did this year I was all over Puka preseason. I'm glad I got Kyron Williams. He saved my life. Oh, Kyron yeah. Williams pickup of the year. Yeah. Pick him of the year. He was he was special. Tony Pollard dudded a year. I don't mm. care what else happened. I had in my in my in my so I won one of my leagues, my other home league. I had Saquon and Pollard as my running backs <sighs> all year. And I won. How many terrible. leagues did I win? One, two. I won three. Wow. Three how many leagues are you in? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Yeah. I mean that. Not bad. I made. Yeah, I made. Good. What? I good made, percentage. One, two, three, four, five. I made eight playoffs. Out of twenty, which eh. yeah, but I played dynasty. A lot of those are dynasty, not just redraft. Gotcha. I made I made the playoffs in all five of my redraft, and I won. Wow, you're in a ton of dynasty. Two of them. Yeah, I'm in a lot of dynasty. You get bored with. Why don't the, you keep playing redraft? Well, if you won two of your five redraft, that I seems... know I did. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, you should do more redraft. I won my biggest league, and that's the okay. biggest. That's the most important. That it always is. Always is. I won Always. my Vegas league as well, so yeah. And I beat, and the one of the one of the leagues I won, I beat my son. So that would have been devastating to me if I had lost that championship. And you're going to get a trophy this year. And I get a trophy. I won a national contest. I won a na- You can never say I suck at fantasy football again because I'm getting a Razball trophy. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's a national like Razball. Razball. It's a national contest. It's like. It's really weird. You draft your teams, and it's nine weeks of of best ball, and then from week nine through four, through uh, seventeen, you have to put in your lineups, and you can't make any moves anymore. It's a tough league. You have to Jeez. be good. You have to be good at drafting, and then you have to be good at fantasy football. It's like, yeah, yeah. I can't well wait. done. Well I, done. I, I can't wait. It's going on my mantle. So it won't come this week, will it? I don't know. Okay. If it comes this week, you I don't have know. To I don't. I don't know it. when they're sending it. Okay. I can't wait. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. All right. Well, th- th- thank you, Ken. Yeah. yeah. We'll put it right there, so you can't see Glenn anymore. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks for walking me through this. We. No uh, thank you. You've been listening to KZ and Griff, Glenn Clark Radio. Guess what? We're gonna do it again tomorrow. Everybody have a good day.